Hello, Martin Freddy. Hello. What's happening? Welcome to the Nerdy Legion. Oh, man. Did, am I recording this correctly? I, I don't even know anymore. 3.0. Nerdy Legion Ner- 3.0. Nerdy Legion 3.0. Oh, another, oh boy, didn't record. <laughs> we had some it's classic a, episodes that It says it's recording. Listen, it says right here, recording. Hey, I believe you and your computer. I believe nothing. It's all fake. <laughs> you don't trust anything. No, that's true. Trust but verify. There you go. That's right. Put a blue check mark next to your name. You're verified. That's right. I have to uh, upload my NFT as my Twitter profile pic. There you go. That's right. Then we know. Then then you know because it's an I don't know if you know this. Huh. If you use your NFT as your Twitter profile pic, mm-hmm. it's an octagon, not a circle. Oh, I should ask Mac Damon and Tom Brady what theirs are. Are oh. they in the octagon? Did they update theirs? I don't know, but they're uh they're uh big uh, Bitcoin people. That's right. Tom Brady is uh he's uh the the FTX guy. There you go. Sure. Yes. Yes. Sure. FTX guy. You're right. Uh cool. Welcome to uh 2022. Yeah. yeah. How's my little baby New Year Martin doing? Oh man. You're over. You're over your flu. Wink. wink. God. It was. T- no. It was the flu. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, sure, it, sure. it was not the the other thing that cannot be named because we get canceled if we say it. <laughs> I, I thought it was, but it wasn't. So you just went and got a, an anal probe, and then the doctor said, but no, we're supposed to put this up your nose. And you're like, no, no, no. You put it in no, the butt. No, I did not do that. Let me tell this story. Sure. I started feeling really sick all of a sudden. When right? was this? Give me a day. Oh, God. I don't know. Tuesday. Okay. Okay. Uh, like, I was fine the day before. Mm-hmm. Woke up. Wasn't feeling too hot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I get to work. I feel like crap. Mm. Okay? It was, like, instant. Um, now, at first, I thought I was just, like, overexhausted. Um, or was it get... your New Year's Eve celebration? Uh, you mean uh, you mean the Miley Cyrus New Year's Eve spectacular? Yes. I saw you hanging out with Pete Davidson. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. So, so I had spent literally two days at work. Okay. Ugh, God. Uh, to get the year end stuff over with. Yuck. And so I get home, I'm exhausted and I wake up the next day and I feel like crap, right? So I'm like, okay, it's because I've been at work for 22 hours. Yeah, of course. Um, so I didn't think anything about it, but then like I like like I couldn't breathe, dude. I started coughing, Uh-oh. and and I was like, oh shit, I got the Rona, right? right? Yeah. Um, but then I thought about it, and I was like, well, maybe it's not the Rona, right? Because everyone just assumes, and like if you look it up, number one, don't ever look up illnesses online because you know what happens. Yeah, that WebMD gets you every time. Yeah, you you have thirty days to live if you go on WebMD. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. So never do it, but I did it. And, uh, obviously it tells you to like, assume you have Corona and I'm like, anything with your chest, assume you have Corona. Right. And I'm like, listen, assuming makes an asset of you and me. I'm not assuming shit. Right. Right. Screw you, WebMD. Screw you, OMD. So, uh, so I assume cold, right? Because I don't get sick. I've been sick like one day in my life. Okay. 
So I said, can't be that. Maybe it's just a cold. Because I do get those every once in a while. Uh, but then I look it up, and colds take like days to develop, right? It's not like uh-huh. an instant thing. So I look up the instant thing, and it's either flu or the Rona. And I said, well, shit, I'm already at work, so if I got it, I've infected everybody. Um, I'm just going to hang out at work because I don't call out of work. I've missed two days of work my entire life, okay? I don't call out. Um, I find that really interesting because you miss plenty of school. Like you're doing the opposite of what a lot of people do. Yes. You go you go perfect attendance in school so you can get the little ribbon and the free cup of ice cream. <laughs> and then when you get to work, you use up your sick days, of course, because those are those will just get thrown right into the garbage. Don't be a fool mm-hmm. and use those. Sure. But instead you did the old flippity flu. Well, you know me, Mr. Old Flippity Flu. I agree. So, uh, that'll be the title of the episode. (laughs) Mr. Flippity Flu. So, uh, so I'm like, well, okay, I'll I'll go get a test after work. Oh, right. Just in case. That's smart. That's, that's being proactive. Yeah. So, so I go on, uh, on the Walgreens website, no test available for like three days. Oh, that's insane. I go on the CVS website, no test available for three days. Can you get a, can you buy a home kit? Well, so I'm getting there. So oh, I go to sorry. like six different websites. Jeez. Nobody's got appointments for, for Rona tests for like oh. three days. In in response to that, I can, and I'm sure you can understand, we did just come out of huge Christmas, huge New Year's. So if anyone is sure. going to get sick by seeing multitudes of people and need a test, it would probably be the week you're looking for a test. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so I can I can see that, but shame on them. But there's happy news to the story. All I right. don't know. I don't know if they know this, but December 25th and January 1st that comes up every year. <laughs> so, say CVS. Hold on, hold on, Martin. I have to talk to somebody. Hey, Mister CVS, Mister Walgreens, Johnny Walgreens. You knew this was coming. Get more <laughs> tests in, dumb dumb. <laughs> What is the old Bezos? Grab up all the home tests? Oh, wait. We have a conspiracy, though. We'll get there. All right. Okay. Go, go. It's part of my good news of the week. Did you end up in space with uh, William Shatner and Jeff Bezos? I could only dream. Damn it. Yes. So, can't can't get a damn test anywhere. Oh, shit. Okay? Three days before I can get a test. So I'm like, well, shit. Three days, I'll either be dead from COVID by then. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'll be over this flu, right? Right, right. So, so I don't even bother, right? But, sure. but I want to get a test, right? So I go to all the Walgreens, all the CVSs. Nobody has them in stock. Oh. Sold out. Sold. And out. then you coughed on all the cashiers. No, I was wearing my mask because I'm a human being. Well, don't say that. Plenty of people and, aren't wearing masks. Well, I respect my fellow human being. Thank you. Yes. Even yes. if they're garbage. So, uh, can't get a test. Can't buy a test. I go on Amazon. The tests are like $100 because everyone's yeah. fucking poaching each other, right? Thanks, aftermarket. So, uh, you know, you know me. I, I, I'm a, I'm a deep thinker. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not afraid of dying. And so I said to myself, self, if you happen to die in the next three days, then so be it. Make your peace. Mm. Um, I didn't say that actually. And after I, I, that, did you go to uh, Popeye's 
and Cosmic <laughs> like, fuck this. If I'm going to die, here's my last meal, bitches. I did get me a sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Was, if you're going to go delicious. Corona, you're going to go out in style, bitch. That's right. That's there right. And go. the other day we went out and I got Little Caesars trash pizza. <laughs> and uh, and I get to the window and I'm like, I need two trash pizzas and a two liter Pepsi. And, and they reached said, into the trash and pulled them both out. <laughs> and there you go. I knew you were coming, Valerie. <laughs> and she says, we're out of trash pizzas right now. You got to wait seven minutes. And I said, God damn it. I can't even get a goddamn trash pizza. Oh, but, and then but, did you say that the gas station a block away, I can get a, I can get a piping hot pizza there for no minute wait. <laughs> and it will be exactly like Little Caesars. No, I said, I said, ma'am, it's okay. I'll wait seven minutes. I'm going to die of the Rona in three days because I can't get a goddamn test. <laughs> I can't <laughs> taste anything because of the stupid Rona. Uh-huh. Well, now, see, this is more of my plan because I figured if I can taste the pizza, I can't have the Rona. Right. See, I'm indirectly testing myself. Uh, we did hear that, though, because Little Caesar, supposedly, a Rona cure is the grease on a Little Caesar's garbage pizza. I did hear well, that. I don't know if you read this new study, but apparently smoking weed prevents you from getting the Rona. I did hear that, and I <laughs> wish that was a joke. Why did you say that after my dumb joke? Because that's the truth. <laughs> that's a true statement being uh, pushed around by a lot of legit, well, quote unquote, legit news sites yeah well because it's it's real <laughs> why didn't i why didn't i start up my dispensary that we were talking about five years ago See, imagine the money rolling dude you missed out no, so anyways i would be rolling in it right now so she tells me we're out of trash pizzas i tell her it's okay i'm gonna die in three days i'll wait seven minutes and she says oh wait i have something for you what and i said do tell and she tells me that she has two of the bestest pizzas left that I can have those for the same price. And I said, I don't know what that is, what but is I'll that? take it. Bestest? Apparently, yeah, 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 the bestest. Or maybe it's the mostest. I don't know. It's who something the hell with names S. Of either, who the hell names a pizza either of those names <laughs> you think it is? Yeah, bestest, I'm going to look this up. Is it the bestest or is it the mostest? Okay, let me throw this out. Another stupid name for pizza? Uh-huh. Pizza Hut's, back in the day, Pizza Hut's Bigfoot Pizza. But at least you knew what that was. That uh -huh, Bigfoot uh -huh. Pizza is ginormous. Ginormous. Bestest Mostest. What the hell are you talking about, Little Caesars? All right, I looked it up. It is called okay. the Extra Most Bestest Pizza. Oh, my God. The mm -hmm. worst, un not catchiest name all right, but and what's so, the bestest, most, oh, let me guess. Supposedly, <laughs> it's the best pizza on their menu. High, uh, very doubtful. And it probably has the most, either the most different toppings, or like if you order pepperoni, it will be gigantic. Like you won't see anything but pepperoni on that goddamn pizza. Uh, interesting. No, incorrect. On both accounts. I mean, you're close. You're close. Most, so it. Most. Here, I'm going to read you the description. Please. Little Caesar's Extra Most Bestest Pizza is an upgraded take on their quote-unquote classic pepperoni pizza that offers 80% more pepperoni and 25% more cheese. 
And could you verify that? It was very cheesy and pepperoni-y. Is this the same one that Shaq is behind? I mean, Shaq's a big man. He's got he's got to have the extra most bestest. But I could swear he's pushing. It's either Papa John's or Little Caesars pepper Shaq pepperoni pizza, and like twenty percent goes towards his charity. Oh, is that so? I mean, I would yeah. think isn't that isn't that Papa John's? Didn't him and and what's his face like buy Papa John's? I don't know. Ever Shaq since pizza. Ever since Papa John's. Uh, is no longer part of Papa John's. I think people are running for the hills, especially celebrities. Mm. All right, so it is Papa John's, the Chacaroni okay. XL. There you go, Chacaroni XL. Uh-huh. Much better name. You know what that is. Yep. You know exactly, it's, not bestest, mostest. It's uh, it's Shaq's Corona Pizza. Oh, jeez. If you eat it, you get Chacarona. <laughs> you get chacarona Chacarona 22, baby. That's what I want. And how was um, this pizza? Was it worth... Okay, so she gave... Obviously, they made that. Somebody didn't pick it up. I mean, probably. Yeah. But did it taste old? Was it pretty awesome? It sound You know, hey, more cheese, more... Especially pepperoni. You're not losing out there. Yeah. And it's no, probably it good. much bigger than the one you ordered. Well, I mean, it's the same size, but, you know, it's, it's heavy. Hmm. It's 80% more pepperoni. That's true. That's true. There's, there's 51 pepperonis on this pizza. Oh, jeez, really? That's a lot of pepperonis. That's a lot of pepperoni. Yeah. That sounds pretty... Uh, I don't think there ever could be too much pepperoni, but 80 on a pizza, that's getting close to too much pepperoni. You think so? I, let's put it this way. If you didn't, after... How many pieces did you eat of that? Like four. If, after, oh, man, four. Holy shit. Poor. You're what? I almost said your wife's first name, but I don't want to say it. Poor Mrs. Ferretti. Oh, my <laughs> God. If you didn't burp and fart out cor- the corona after the- all of those pepperoni in you, oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. Listen, I had to eat it, right? Because I was Ooh. having so- I was having some loose stools. Oh, man. <laughs> no, way you- no way you didn't have loose stools. <laughs> greasy stools after that. Ooh, good God. Yeah, it slid right out. It was great. <laughs> I bet. Oh People my forgot God. what the show was about. Welcome <laughs> to the Nerdy Legion. Holy criminy. Mm-hmm. You were assaulted, son. It was very salty. Yes, that's true. Oh, my God. You must have been a salt bomb. Anyways, it was it was delicious. Okay? It was yeah, delicious. I mean, for a little Caesar pizza, it was delicious. It sounds awesome. Don't get me yeah, wrong. No, it was that, good. that garbage it was good. sounded perfect. Listen, Aaron Bell won't approve. I don't care. All right. It was good. Wow. Boy, oh boy. The New York is all out of you now. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look well, I mean, you. let's remember, I was going to die of the Rona in three days. That's so I had true. no choice. Do you think the Little Caesars got you a big munch of pizza? <laughs> could, that have, could that have saved your butt? Oh, did that cure my Rona? Yes. Wait a second. You might be onto something. Did you have any weed? Did you smoke any weed while eating these four pieces of pizza? I wish. But anyways, it was good. Approved. It does Um, sound good. So so anyways, my boss texts me, right? He's like, I heard you're sick. Are you going to work tonight? I said, "Uh, yeah. He said, why? I said, because I don't miss a day of work. He said, "Uh, but you don't have to come in. And I said, well, I'm coming in anyway because... I'm setting an example. You know, I'm a good boss. You so, know what? Uh, so I missed not a single day of work. You know what? I like that new boss of yours. 
Oh, he's great. Because that's what a boss should say. Yes. Like, he's leaving it up to you, but you sort of know where he stands on it. Yes. Which is nice. Yes. Yeah. Like Anyways. So, well, um, I'm glad you don't have the Rona. All, all joking aside, thank God. Yes, me too. So, uh, so I worked like eight hours that day, and then I came home, went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I this slept was Monday? Like, I don't know, Tuesday? Okay. Right. Wednesday, right. Wednesday by now? It's probably Wednesday by now. Okay. Um, came home, fell asleep, slept for 16 hours, woke Jeez. up, went back to work. I worked for, uh, six and a half hours, came home, slept for like another 16 hours, Jeez. went back to work, came home, slept for another 16 hours, and I was great today, as you can tell. Well, yeah, your body finally mended itself. Yeah. It kicked that Rona in the ass. Your body, you know, a body's a good, you know, it's a functioning machine. It, you're right. If it needs to sleep 16 hours, you should let it sleep 16 hours. I don't think I've slept 16 hours since I was, like, in my teens. Yeah, obviously you needed it. Obviously. That's great. Uh, you know, I knew I felt better yesterday because yesterday I slept, like, six hours and it was good. Yeah, there you go. You know what I mean? You're back so, on it. Uh, so that is my tale of the Rona. Oh, also, we got snow. We got Ooh. two inches of snow. And I know that means nothing to you in Chicago, but here, when you get two inches of snow, it's the apocalypse. Yes, because yes. you don't have any infrastructure to handle all that. Correct. And yeah. see, I've taught my wife well. She used to worry about these kind of things. Mm-hmm. But this year, when it snowed, you know what she did? Slept at a hotel across the street from her work. Oh, that's funny you say that. They are at a hotel right now. Different story. Oh, boy. Okay? We're going to get to that. Okay. All right. But no, I was very proud of her. Her and Reagan went to the store to laugh at people buying all the milk and bread. <laughs> That's right. I was very oh proud my. of her. Oh I was very my. proud of her. So, uh, so yeah, it's been a very eventful 2022. Um, here's the best part. Let me tell you why they're in a hotel tonight. Okay. Um, as you know, Nick, we've had the uh, the ongoing saga of uh, of Martin's bathrooms. Yes. Ongoing saga. And, uh, I was ready to have my floors finally put in, get this, this disaster over with after a year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and water started coming up from under my toilet. So, uh, so, uh, was I had to cancel. Before or after the air conditioner? Uh, before. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. This, this, this has been going on now for like two months. Okay. Mm. So this like no- end of November, early December, the guys are finally like, I got it all set up, right? They're going to come finish my bathrooms. All they got to do is the floors. Mm-hmm. My wife's taking a shower. Water starts coming out from under the toilet. Ooh. Okay. So now they can't do my floors because the, the floor's wet. So I got to get that taken care of. I get it taken care of. I thought. I schedule it again. The day before, my wife's taking a shower. Boom. Water comes out from under the toilet. Oh, no. So I get the plumbers out. Plumber says, you need to get your septic tank pumped. I said, okay, I'll do that. So I do that. Everything seems to be working fine for like a week. Mm-hmm. Water comes out from under the damn toilet again. So I call the plumber out. They come and look at it. You need to get your septic pump. I said, bro, you told me that last week. I just had it pumped. He said, oh, then you have a serious problem. Oh, no. So so it takes me a week and a half to get this, this drain field guy to come out here. He finally comes out. Turns out the drain field has failed. And so I need to install a new drain field. In my yard, because we're not on we're not on sewer, right? I mean, dude, I live in the boonies. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, it's a septic tank, and so uh, 
the system has failed, and i got to get a new drain field installed in my backyard now because the, the one we have now is in the front yard. Uh, it's not dissipating all the water, and so it just stays in there and backs up all down the pipes. And oh, so that's geez. why water's coming out from under the toilet. Uh, so that's going to cost me like 6500 bucks to fix. Uh, he's coming next week to do that. Bringing wow. his excavator equipment and all that. Very exciting. Uh, and so as a result, I cannot shower. I cannot pee or poop in my house. Oh. Okay. I can't run the dishwasher. I can't do nothing. So they're staying in a hotel. They didn't want to poop and pee in <laughs> five gallon buckets? Well, so my wife suggested we get a porter potty and I laughed at her because you know my wife. Yeah. Can you see my, can you see my wife going in a porter potty? Even if she thought I rented this and it's all clean. Let's say they cleaned it out. Wink, wink. Come on. Come on. <laughs> we, we've seen jackass. Come on. Yes. How clean, how clean are those porta potties? Sure. But let's say you rented one and it didn't cost you an arm and a leg, but supposedly they clean and sanitized it. I still don't see her, even if she knows she's the only one going out there to use it. No way. No way. Exactly. Like maybe for a day or two, but then once the smell starts kicking in, she's going to be like, "Uh uh-uh. You might be able to convince her to use a five-gallon bucket for one day over Mm. a porta potty Mm. I don't even see a port. No way. Yes. Forget about that. So anyway, so they are staying in a hotel. I don't give a shit, so I'm staying here. And, uh, you know, I got to let the dogs out and feed them and stuff too, so. Are you uh, pooping? Are you pooping and peeing outside with the dogs? I mean, I'm peeing outside, but I'm not pooping outside. I'm not an animal. Well, you could. No, I run down to the to the store and I poop. What store? The the you know the the grocery store. Do you know where the cleanest bathroom closest to you is, or are you just going to the closest one? No, I'm going to the grocery store because they have the cleanest bathrooms. Not only the uh-huh. cleanest bathrooms, they use real toilet paper. Because, you see, if you go to a gas station, they don't use real toilet paper. They use that, like, cardboard shit. You're not you know hooking I mean? up your bidet? I mean, I can't use my bidet. To the to the grocery store bathroom. Oh, you want me to take my bidet? That's a good idea. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Man, when you get that bidet back in once they fix this, <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be like, who needs a vacation? I'm on vacation right now. Holla. So, uh, anyways, needless to say, Nick, it's been a very eventful 2022 so far. Uh, 2022 is going to cost me, uh, you know, I don't know, 15 grand in house repairs, I guess. Who knows? Oh, man. Yeah, because I got to I gotta move my AC unit, too. That's like 4,500 bucks. And, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, whatever. Sheesh. You're not going to early retire anytime soon. Well, you know, lucky for me, I was smart. And uh, and before uh, the crypto markets took a big, massive doo-doo dump today, um, I uh, I took out my profits a couple weeks ago. So, you know, nice. the, money's, the money's there. You know what I mean? Nice. Um, I'm not worried about it. But uh, you, you just hate it. You know what I mean? You just hate it. Of course. It's terrible. Um, and now, like, of course, I don't want to sell the house. My wife wants to sell the house next year. What? And I'm like, we're about to spend, like, 15 grand on this bitch to fix it. I'm not selling shit. Right. Anyways, different story for a different day. How's your 2022 been? I don't get... You guys had an opportunity to get a house or a camper on the in-laws' property. Listen, And she scoffed at that. And then a year later, now she wants to move move and go somewhere else? Well, she wants to move further into the city. 
Into the city? Yeah, she wants to move into the city. What is she watching the Sex in the City reboot? She's like, I want to be a city girl now. Listen, she's Miranda always been a city has the girl. right idea. She's always been a city girl. Okay, we'll see how this works. Okay, we might have to get divorced. Oh no. Okay, because you know me in cities. Okay. Doesn't she realize she married Grizzly Adams? I mean, That's you're what I'm ready saying. to pee. In, you're ready to poop in a bucket for God's sake. Have Does you she seen my see beard? This? It's luxurious. Right. You put linseed oil on it. Come on now. Come on. I can't be going to the city. Not with that beard. Not with this beard. Right. I mean, I have to live like downtown in a loft with all the damn hipsters. Right. Just because it looks like a hipster beard does not make you a hipster. See, maybe you and I should get married. Oh, buddy. (laughs) We could have moved into that double wide on the in-laws place. I should have to Dude, the last time. Okay. Truth be told, remember when I lost uh, electricity for like two days Yeah, in the house? We couldn't record that one Monday. Yep, yep. Um, truth be told, I went to Lowe's and I did buy two plastic buckets. As Julie, the cruise director, <laughs> went to her mom's house, I'm like, I'm holding down the fort. I'm staying right here. I don't care. And that's right. You know what Wetz did? He did his business in a two get in a five gallon bucket. You got it. You see it. what I mean? You see what I mean? That's what that's a real that's what a real man does. You don't think I'm made for a double wide? Get the hell out of here! <laughs> Come on. Oh, double wide. That's too fancy, man. I just just give me the log cabin. You know what I mean? I watch these mini homes, and I'm like, I could do that. Does it I have so kick-ass? Do does it have kick-ass Wi-Fi? That's all I need. That's all you need. Just give me an electrical plug and kick-ass Wi-Fi. Maybe a 4K TV, too. Just make it a smart TV. And, you know, here's here's the upsetting part, since you mentioned this. Hmm. Thank you for stabbing me in the heart, Nick. (gasps) No, I would never. Because I was in a good mood, and now you're reminding me of the suffering I have endured in 2022. Oh, no. I was going to buy a new TV. Ooh. Have we talked about how little my TV is? Did you talk to DJ? Of course. Of course. Of course. course. Alright, so let me tell you this. I, we have a 55 inch TV in the family room. Well, don't brag. It's a 55, it's tiny. Don't brag. Alright, alright, we have a 55 inch in the, in the TV room. Okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It sits above the mantle, okay, on top Mm -hmm. of the fireplace. Um, and you know, I have this, uh, this, this monitor hooked up to my laptop. That's like 40 inches, I think, or 37 inches. I don't even know. Um, and I sit like, you know, two feet away from it, three feet away from it. Uh-huh. Uh, so it looks huge because I'm like on top of it. <laughs> and so when I go watch TV in the family room, the couch is like, you know, eight feet away. And so this 55 inch looks minuscule. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Like I, I got used to watching some stuff in my office. Like I'll be doing stuff on my computer and I'll put on Netflix on the monitor or whatever. And, uh, and then like, you know, during dinner, we go and we'll watch something on Netflix. And one day I said to my wife, my God, this thing's so small. Uh-huh. And she thought I was being ridiculous. She thought I was joking. I wasn't joking. Do I look like a joking person? <laughs> look at my beard. Look at this beard. This is not the beard of a jokester. I'm a very serious individual, as you can tell by right. this podcast. Right. Very serious. Um, anyways, so I wanted to get a bigger TV. Mm-hmm. So yes, I texted DJ and he's like, basically just get like the biggest TV you can afford, right? He's like, just look at your budget and just 
spend that on the biggest TV. Don't care about like the brand or anything. Just right. the biggest TV you can afford. So, you know, I went to Best Buy, looked, okay. I was going to get like, you know, 75, 80 inch, pretty nice size TV. Yeah. Okay? Um, not the biggest, but it was nice. And it's 4K and I want the 4K. Mm-hmm. But now I can't do that because I can't shit in my fucking house. Oh, damn it. Terrible. Horrible. Terrible. So, uh, anyways, I hope your, your, your year is going better than mine. Oh, wait, no. My year actually is pretty good, though. We'll get to that later. No, get to it. Oh. Uh, why not? So, sure. Why not? Uh, it's your show. I mean, if you want me to do it, I'll, I'll I do. do yeah. So, um, I mean, it's been a while since we recorded. When was the last time we recorded? Like, December. Last year. Yeah. Jesus. Such a long time ago. Um, I got caught up on all the Disney shows. Mm, I did see that. Yeah. I've watched a ton of movies. I've like cleared like half of my Netflix queue. Um, I started watching Peacemaker. I made a, a nice buy today. As didn't plan on doing, but I got it anyway. Mm, uh, finally, finally going to read it. <laughs> um, so, so I mean, all that, I mean, where do you want to start so much? Uh, where is this going to be a seven hour episode? It might be. <laughs> where, where are you ranking the reboot of the Doogie Hauser series what? and the Mighty Duck series? What? You said you are watched they... all the Disney shows. Oh man. What about that high school musical? Where do you put that? All the um, you know, it's funny that you say that because there is a movie I'm going to have to watch. Uh oh. What's, what's that girl's name? Is her name Jamie King? Is that her name? Hang that's, on. That is a girl. That's a girl. Jamie King. Nope. That's not her. Uh-oh. Dang. I know her last name is King. She does like those romance movies. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. She you has know. like... she She's raking it in on Netflix. Oh, is that... Are they all Netflix? Is yeah. that what it is? Yep. Unless um, you're talking about her sister. Oh, she has a sister? Yeah. <laughs> older... <laughs> no, I believe older sister who used to be... Who was famous before she became famous. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Um... Sure, and she was also in uh, in that horror movie on Amazon. The Which girl one? that uh, the lie, the lie, the lie. I don't even know that. Hang on, is that what it's called? Yes, the lie with Peter Sarsgaard. Oh, okay. My favorite pirate. Yeah, yeah. Joey King, that's her name. There you go. Joey King. See, see, people forgot how this show works. Okay, it's recursive thinking. The whole episode. Uh, Joey King. That's her name. The Lie, yeah. Uh, you never saw The Lie? It's, uh, mm-hmm. Bloomhouse. Oh, that's probably why. No, it's not scary. Oh, okay. Yeah. They had, like, you know, those, like, five or so movies that they put on Amazon, uh, when, like, nobody went to the movie theaters. Uh, <laughs> the Lie was one of them. Uh, here, spoiler for the movie, because, I mean, it's not a great movie. So, uh, I'm Uh-oh. rating it a three out of five. Uh, oh, no. Because it's, like, it's fine. Um, these two girls are like, uh, they're best friends and the one girl apparently dies and Joey King's character like supposedly like throws her off the bridge and kills her. Mm. Uh, and so the whole movie is like the parents trying to cover up for the fact that their kid killed her friend. Oh, geez. Um, and it turns out at the end that like the other kid never died. It was like she wanted to go see her boyfriend. So they did like this whole fake thing. <laughs> And Joey King's character didn't know how to, like, react to her parents thinking she killed somebody. So she just kind of went along with the lie. Uh, wow. Anyways, yes, Joey King. That's her name. 
Uh, she's got a new movie. She does uh, The Kissing Booth. That's the one. You there know, you The go. Kissing Booth. Yeah, there's like four sequels. Yeah, she does those. Uh, she's got a new one called The In-Between that I'm sure I'm going to have to watch because uh, Zoe makes me watch all fucking Joey King movies with her. Of course. Uh, Very famous. Yes. So this is uh, this is basically uh, almost exactly the same plot as The Kissing Booth. Yeah. Um, except the boy dies. Spoiler. So it's like Ghost. <laughs> this one you're going to like because it's like Ghost. He pushes yes. a penny. Anyway, so, so I'll probably have to watch that. Um, how did that come about? Oh, yes. All these remakes. I had no idea any of these things were happening. This is news to me. Really? Uh, yes. For sure. Listen, I don't know if you know this. I don't pay attention to news. Okay? Uh, don't you watch uh, Peacemaker? Yeah. I, okay. I'm caught up except for the last episode. All right. Don't you know the, the greatest line? Well, maybe the second greatest line in that show from Vigilante when Peacemaker's like, don't you watch the news? And he's like, I don't watch the fucking news. It's all terrible. That's why I don't watch the news. So I don't know what's happening in the world. I live in my own imaginary place. Okay. Uh, so I didn't know about the Mighty Ducks. I didn't know about what was the other remake you said? Doogie Howser. Doogie Howser. Is, yeah. is, is, is he in it or is it somebody no, else? No, it's a reboot. Uh, it's based in Hawaii this time and it's oh, a female Doogie Howser. Oh, because we're progressive. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. great. So do they talk about, like, the the U.S. Uh, Navy uh, destroying all the uh, potable drinking supply of the island of Hawaii in this movie? It's a, no? t- it's a series. It's a reboot series. Oh, okay. the and series. if you actually think I watched it, that is <laughs> adorable. All right, so uh, I will never watch that, but I do have fond memories of Doogie Hazard, MD. I'll tell you my favorite episode. Oh. There was an episode in which Doogie Hauser was being bullied. Oh no. In the playground, yes. And, uh, and this is, uh, this is the, the Spider-Man episode when Doogie Hauser MD becomes Spider-Man and learns that with great power comes great responsibility because, uh, the guy's bullying him and because he's a, a young wizard, he's a doctor at the age of 12, uh-huh. um, he uses his, his knowledge of anatomy to put an end to this bully. Um, and smacks him palm open right into the ear and busts his ear canal open. Oh, no. Was this before him and Vinny became friends? No, no, they were friends. Where was Vinny during all this? Come on. I don't know. I mean, obviously not standing up to his friend. Terrible friend he is. Dang it. Fuck Vinny. Dang it. Mm -hmm. I don't like Vinny. You want to know why? Because all Italian characters in every goddamn TV show are named Vinny. That's racist. Okay, this is 2022, baby. Okay, he would have been canceled. He would yeah, have been canceled 30 years ago. That's right. We don't do that here. Right. Okay. We uh, we gender swap characters and place them in exotic locations. So I'm guessing you watched all of the Marvel stuff. I did. I watched all of the Marvel stuff. I've been watching Boba Fett, which is terrible, terrible show. Oh really? Yeah, Boba Fett, not good. I don't know. Oh, spoilers. Boba Fett, Boba Fett, I don't know. <laughs> Boba Fett, not good. Uh, very disappointing. But I did watch all the Marvel shows because, as you know, I've been avoiding Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And then I realized all these shows keep coming out and I keep avoiding Disney+. Plus. I might as well just get Disney+. Plus Because then, I have, you right. know, like, there's only so much catching up I can do. Right. Uh, so I watched everything in order. Oh, jeez. Everything in order. So I started with WandaVision and I ended with, uh, what, what ended? Hawkeye? Shang-Chi, Hawkeye. Hawkeye okay. was last. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hawkeye was last. 
Um, I gotta say, my favorite of the the bunch. Take a guess. WandaVision. Wow, interesting. Now, I was just as shocked as you are about to be because my favorite was Hawkeye. Ah. I gave I gave Hawkeye a twenty out of five. Dang, I loved it. It was the perfect Christmas TV show. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty it's darn not, good. It's not going on the Pantheon with uh with Lethal Weapon and Die Hard as uh as terrific Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. This will be the one and only Christmas TV show I've ever watched in my life. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very pretty good. pretty darn good. You know what made that over the over the top? Mm. In its goodness, it pushed it over the over the edge for me. Do tell. I loved the um, the credit scenes, the intro oh, yeah. and the outro. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were really really impressive. I loved the music. Um, I loved the supposedly all filmed. I think it was the first episode, second or maybe maybe it was the second episode where it was the action scene in the car. And the camera just kept like spinning around and it oh, looked yeah. like it was all like one continuous scene, even though it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was real clever. And to be honest with you, and you know where I sit with, uh, un Matthew Fraction. <laughs> uh huh. I, well, just to reiterate, he thinks he's a lot more clever and funny than he actually is, in yes. my opinion. Yes. But when I hear the dialogue and see the action, that's where it's like, wow, Matt Fraction is funny. Huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now I get it. Now I get it. Mm-hmm. The the tracksuit mafia, not just a boring thing that that the characters just are one dimensional saying the same exact thing over and over again. Uh-huh. Huh. Okay. All right. Now I get it. It's very good. Yeah. It was and I and I give all the credit <laughs> to the director with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I love was, uh was spectacular. There's a lot of like nice callbacks throughout the, the series. Like mm-hmm. uh at the end when they're fighting the the tracksuit mafia at uh Rockefeller Center and uh and Kate Bishop's fighting that one guy. Oh no, it's outside the building at the party. And she's like kicking his ass. He's like, Oh wait, wait, wait. He's like, I wanted to tell you, like <laughs> I took oh, your yeah, advice. About, <laughs> about the the music tickets, the concert yeah, tickets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they went to see Maroon Five or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that cool. stuff was great. Uh, I loved it. You and know. I hate to say it, the dude who I loved the red herring of the boyfriend, the fiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really impressive that like he just didn't become a twirling, mustache twirling villain. Literally, because he's got the stash. Yeah, but it was great because he actually was a good swords <laughs> sword. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just thought, like, oh, come on. You you know that's just like, okay, he took some fencing classes in college. Big deal. <laughs> yeah, that was a stellar, that was a stellar series for sure. Yep, it's very good. Very good. Uh, I might actually rewatch it soon. We'll see. Nice. Uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta let things breathe though, right? I can't watch stuff like that, right? You know what I mean? Well, you got so much other stuff to watch too. Ah, there's so much. Yep. It's too much. Well, I wouldn't go that far. But but anyway, so I, I really enjoyed my deep dive into uh, the MCU. I watched everything in like two weeks, basically. Anything uh, that was like, eh, that was all right. Um, Yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier I wasn't a big fan of. Yeah, for me, that was just a standard action. Like, that was the amount of action that Julie the Cruise director digs. 
Ah, yeah. Like yeah, she yeah. loved that show, but there was tons of like story and pacing, like pacing. The, it wasn't just balls out action. Yeah, yeah. Well, and not just that. It was just like pretty standard like superhero story, right? So like it was a good show. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, but it it wasn't like different, right? Like Loki was. Well, you know, even Loki. I really enjoyed Loki. Um, but it wasn't like anything new, right? It was like Doctor Who, but with Loki. Um, I liked I liked Loki. I, I yeah. mean, honestly, I think that was my number one. Oh, see, that I think that's my number two. Yeah, uh, I just Hulk- I and you, but you know, I love the multiverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I will say, Winter Falcon, Winter Soldier, great performances. I love Winter Soldier, as you well know. Yeah. But the standout, and I just it's like give me more Julia Louise Dreyfus. Oh yeah, she was funny. God, just I need more of her. But then again, you know, she, I got a soft spot for her. She's she's the girl. She's the the woman. Yeah, I was kind of surprised she wasn't in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Since I watched them in order, I figured the way that Black Widow ends would be the beginning, like how she's going after uh, Clint. But that wasn't the case at all because it's been it's like years after. Mm-hmm. Right, like she gets disappeared. And then, like, now she's back for Hawkeye. I don't yeah, know. It was, Anyways. It was, I mean, I, I haven't had one that would that really let me down. Yeah, no. No. I agree. They were great. And I love female Loki. I think she was my favorite. I loved alligator Loki. Ooh. <laughs> and this is coming from a guy who did not like Thor Frog, but loved mm. alligator Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that was great. So I really enjoyed all the MCU stuff. And what uh, about what if? Because oh, a lot man. of people that polarized a lot of people, but man, by the time you hit like the last two episodes, I was like, oh my! But see, I like cel shaded animation. I yeah, love it in too. video games. I love it in anime. Yeah. Um. But man, all of a sudden, it was. And I think I even told you when I first was watching it, I'm like, these are just standalone episodes, just like the comic books. They're all just standalone. But then when they tied them together so cleverly into its own what if episode, yeah. Mom Mia, holy yeah, yeah. So so the one that I could have done without was the Thor centric episode with like you know you party, like Thor. party boy party boy yeah. Thor. No, that's kind of boring. Yeah, I, I thought I was worried you were going to say Doctor Strange. And no, that was, that was my favorite episode. Oh my god, same here. That just yeah. was such a stellar episode. Yeah, that was my favorite episode. And then, uh, you know, it kind of ties in with the Doctor Strange trailer that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, uh, you know, I may have popped a boner when I saw the Doctor Strange trailer. Uh, we can be candid here, right? We can say boner on this podcast, right? That's well, not going to get us canceled, is it? No, your wife, your wife's not around. You can say okay, that. Okay, good. All right. Nelson, don't listen. So, yeah. um. Julian, turn it off. Cover your <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, when I saw that pop up in the trailer, I said, oh, man, if they do it like half as good as the what if episode. Just half as good. Half as good. It's going to be an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what the best thing is, is I don't watch the news. Uh, you know, I'm back on Twitter, but like, I don't get on there very often. Uh, like, I'm not scrolling through my feed. Um, I don't know what people are saying about anything anymore. It's great. Isn't that great? Yeah. I love it. I, as long as you mute the right, the right key terms, you're, everything's okay. Yeah. 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 Not that I don't want to see the new, uh, Spider-Man film. I still do, but I can wait till on demand, but to scratch off some key terms so they don't appear in my timeline and I've yet to have that spoiled for me. Chef's mm. kiss. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
Oh, wait, Eternals is added, isn't it? Yeah, I need yeah, to watch that. Yeah, that's on Disney. Same here. Yeah, I might watch that tonight. I was choosing between – last weekend I was choosing between uh, doing all the Peacemakers or Eternals, and I went Peacemaker. Uh, yeah, Peacemaker's fun. We'll we'll, get, we'll talk about that. What's what's the next uh, Marvel show? Uh, the Moon Knight. Dang, all the, we have to wait till March? I believe so. I'm canceling Disney+. Plus. <laughs> well, you watched everything. You binged watched <laughs> You were great with the binging. Uh, no, I'm not canceling Disney+. Plus. I, I bought the whole year. I was like, fuck it. Um, huh. Interesting. Dang, March. That's so far away. Yeah. Uh, Moon Knight. Yes, I love Moon Knight. Uh, you know what? I gotta say something, Nick. Sure. I made a joke about this on Twitter, but I was, I was actually being serious. Uh-oh. I don't know if you know this, but I'm taking a hiatus from Batman. No, I didn't read this. Yes. Are you real? Why? What happened? I just, you know. What happened? Just, just, it, it's just, it's just not exciting, Nick. What pushed you over the edge? Was it a certain title? A certain creator? I mean, this has been years in the making, I would say. Um, I mean, I, just the last few runs just haven't been that interesting to me. You know what I mean? So, all right, explain this to me. You're going to take a pause. <laughs> Does this mean you're still buying it? You're still reading what you have. Uh-huh. Are you pausing purchasing and you're just going to pick up on trades or omnibuses? Yeah, yeah. Or are you just pausing completely? You're putting it down. You're closing up your comic book box with the big B on it and just pushing it into a corner. What what's what do you mean by pause? Um I'm I'm pausing like the monthly books. Oh, yeah. Interessante. Um, I'm, I'm mean, like, all right, let me rephrase. I'm pausing reading them. Okay. okay. For, for, for a little while. Um, you know, I just, I've, I've had this like love hate thing with Batman since Tom King mm-hmm. and, and it hasn't gotten any better. Like, I don't think the, the current book is really very good. I'll be honest. Um, are you just talking the Batman title or are you talking? Yes. Every title. No, no, no. The the Batman proper title. Are you pausing Detective? Are you pausing Batgirl? Are you pausing Are you pausing all of the Bat Clan? No, no, no. Like I still like some of the uh like adjacent stuff. Like if they do like minis or, you know, whatever. Um mm-hmm. what's that thing like Dark Ages? I like that. You know, like stuff that's not I guess canon maybe. Um just that the the canon stuff isn't that exciting right now. If they did a I know this is just crazy to think about, but if they did a Batman event within the Bat titles, would you go back and buy the Batman titles? I mean, I'm still buying the Batman titles. You are buying the Batman title. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. paused purchasing it. No, I can't do that. So DC doesn't care. This right, revelation from shit. Martin, they don't give a shit because you're still you're still giving them money. Yeah, I'm still giving them money, so they don't care. Okay. Um, I mean, wouldn't it you know. be better if you just didn't buy it? And then just right? bought the trade? Yes, absolutely. Well, why can't am you do I, that? Am I a dum-dum? Yes. Okay, so you see the craziness there. Of course. I'm just asking. Of course. Okay. Um, I don't even remember what my joke was. Oh, yeah, it was when you were talking about uh, I never read Moon Knight before. Yes. And I was like, uh, is Moon Knight like Batman but better? Right. I did get that joke. Because it is right now. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> Dang. Uh, the Moon Knight book's pretty good. 
And yeah. uh, I don't know if you saw the uh, Hickman's doing a Moon Knight book. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, he's doing uh, Moon Knight, Black, Wine, and Blood. Oh, okay. God, what title? You know when they first launch Black, White, and Blood? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that Wolverine? Was yes. the first title that did that? Yeah, yeah. They had Wolverine, then what, Venom and Carnage maybe? That, that sounds right? right. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Um, when they first launched Wolverine, I said after every issue, why are they not doing this with every every comic? Of course. And I said the same damn thing with Spider-Man. What was it? Spider-Man. What the hell? It's not Spider-Man, a love story. I don't think that's the subtitle, but it's the Spider-Man through the decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said the same damn thing about that. Why isn't, why isn't every title doing this? Oh, look, there's Fantastic Four through the decades. Oh, look, there's... <laughs> it's like now everyone's doing it. And now I'm just like, oh, come on. Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood? They can't... Come on. But it is good to get any and all writers in there doing eight-page stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what writer doesn't have an eight-page or couldn't come up with an eight-page Venom story? Like, right. No, <laughs> yeah, for sure. How do I... I forgot how to send a picture. Oh, here it is. God, Skype is so complicated. <laughs> Why they gotta, like... Dude, I had to push, like, six buttons to fucking is, get to the screen to send you a picture. Is that what uh, Venom is... Is that what Hickman's writing? Is the black, white, and blood? Yes. Yeah, it's uh, Hickman, Mark Guggenheim, and somebody I don't know. Mariwa Ayudeli? I'm not yeah, sure who that is. That's all right. Uh, does that picture come up? Check your Skype. I don't know if that comes up or not, because it's one of these like weird picture formats. Let me look. I'm hitting chat. Nope. Uh, that's so dumb. I wonder if this one works. Uh, and Come on, baby. I see don't your jiffy peanut butter. That's all I see. Jiffy peanut butter. Oh, wait. Did I not send it? <laughs> there it is. I wonder if... What the what heck? If... Now I have to download a file? Are you serious wait, wait, wait. Right Oh, now? here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Bam. Bam. Try that. Oh, shoot. That looks good. All right. You see that? You see that cover? Dang. I like the... I like his cape becoming the moon. Yeah. The tell... Look, listen. That's tell me... That's shit right there. Tell me that should not be a statue. Martin, that should be a statue. All right. Also, you called it because it is Sienkiewicz. <laughs> no shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, look at the bloody hands on the cape. Ain't that cool? That should be a statue. Dude, Marvel Comics, I know you listen, okay? Right. I know you listen. And in case right. you don't, DJ, I need you to bring this up on your podcast because I know Marvel listens to your show. Come on. Just okay? do that for us, DJ. I need you to uh, – here, you know what I'm going to do? After this podcast – I'm going to perform a ritual. We're going to have a seance and summon the spirit of Stan Lee. To Stan get the in man? Touch, yeah, to get in touch with someone at Marvel from beyond the grave to make this into a statue so that I can buy it. Yeah. I don't care how big it is. I don't care, care what the price is. Right. I want this as a statue. Yeah, I'm with you. I would love it. It's so and I'm not good. even a statue guy, but I would love that one. It's so good. Yeah. Anyways, Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood coming in April. Get it? Uh, I'm excited. Uh, you know why? Cool. You know what's you know what's extra exciting? When was hmm. the last time we had two Moon Knight books at once? Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he was in his own title and also on a Marvel team up. Yeah, and also like getting uh, character assassinated in the Avengers, for example. Oh, shots fired. Who said that? Nobody said that. Who said that? 
Come on. He I didn't hear that. He was part of a story arc. You 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 read a, one of those one of those uh you reviewed one of those issues on this very podcast. I don't know if I would call it review. <laughs> uh, you walked it you walked through it with me. <laughs> Uh, and that's yes. where Nick uh, reached out and put those $4 bills right back into his pocket. Thank you, Martin. See, maybe this is how we know that Moon Knight is better than Batman. Mm, because interessante. DC has succeeded in making me want to stop reading Batman. Whereas Marvel tried to get me to stop reading Moon Knight by letting Jason Aaron write him, and they failed. See? That's true. See? You do. Uh-huh. There is something valid there. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's a good point. I'm that gonna. Where's point. my bell? There it is. All right. Can we go back to someone you just mentioned? Because I have a question for you, Martin Freddy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How far down the rabbit hole? Oh boy. Do I have to read Jonathan Hickman's <laughs> X books? Oh, oh boy. Before I can be like, ooh, there you go. That's it. Uh-huh. How far um. Because I read the gigantic. That's so good. Power of X. Uh-huh. Whatever the hell it's. Sword yeah. of X. Power of X. House of X, X Power of X. X. Yes, yep. yes, yes. House of oh, X, you, Power of X. You read Sword of X? You got I that read, far? I read Sword of X. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, I'm. I think I'm coming up to when all the other guest writers start jumping on all these X books. Mm-hmm. That's sort of where I am. Yeah, and, I think you've gone far enough, my friend. And I have read all of these. And you know how much I love Hickman. Buddy, he could do no wrong. <laughs> how many times have I uh, jerked him off on this very podcast? Uh-huh. And you know, his Fantastic Four run, untouchable. Untouchable! I don't even want to hear anything negative about it. Get out of here with that. Mm, mm. Martin, Martin, turn on the YouTube camera. I have to talk to the audience. <laughs> How I read all of these titles, all these issues, studied the maps. And you mm-hmm. know I loved his Avengers maps when he was doing, yes. oh, shoot, I was a sucker for those. I still couldn't get out of the starting block. I didn't, uh, not that I didn't understand it, I tried my damnedest. And I purposely knew, just like um, Doomsday Clock. You know what I did with Doomsday Clock? I Mm. read that mother effer. Screw all this, like, oh, Jeff Johns has to push that back. Oh, Gary Frank, something happened with him. We got to push that that, uh, release date back. You know what I did? Mm. I read read the full collection. Not part one, and then I had to wait how long for part two. No, I read all 16 or 12 issues, whatever it was, all in one go. That's exactly what I did with Hickman. Because I knew if if you don't trade weight with Hickman, you're lost. Even after Mm. a month, you're lost. And I still was uber confused. It felt really convoluted. And you know me, I have a pretty darn good history other than the 90s. I have a pretty strong history with the X-Men. Yes. And even with the 90s, as you well know, I went back and read plenty of huge events. I read like five omnibuses of big events. So I think I'm pretty, other than the really uber small characters, I think I pretty well know how the jigsaw puzzle comes together. I just was completely, it felt so uninspired. It felt, 
it felt like I was missing something. Like I was reading every third page, not every other page, but every third page. It felt so disconnected. What am I missing? Do how much more do I have to keep continue reading? It's so funny too because you're reading in trade. <laughs> yes. Dude, I even have the advantage of like seeing all of these like graphs and maps change because the trade has everything right there. It mm-hmm. isn't like wait till you get to the back portion to look over all of the like intersecting like images and maps. No. I just need, like, I feel like maybe if you were to tell me, hey, buddy, this is awesome. You're missing out. But if it doesn't catch you, it doesn't catch you. Maybe it just wasn't made for you. Then I'd be like, okay, that's all right. Okay, I'll take that. But it's just so strange because it's still my guy. Like, I'm reading it, and it's like there's something elevated to, like, his dialogue and, like, some of the concepts I'm loving. But the overall bit about it? It's just lost on me. And I don't know mm. why. I have no clue. It is it is very convoluted. Okay. Yeah. It is very convoluted. Okay. Um I mean So you, you read Sword of X and you kept going? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Because um, I kept feeling like I said, I feel like I'm missing something. Like yeah, maybe I mean, all of you, a sudden maybe that next issue will be the one maybe that the third issue of Marauders will be that issue where it's where it all just clicks in and like, oh, that's it. It's it's like I'm reading maybe maybe it's my approach. I'm reading it like I'm expecting this big gigantic event like Hickman did for Avengers mm-hmm. and Hickman did Reed Richards has to solve the entire the problem of the entire universe. Like maybe I'm looking at it like oh, this is Hickman's X-Men event, quote-unquote, but it never gets to an event. May- I don't know. Maybe I'm approaching it incorrectly. I'm not sure. Well, so, so, uh, all right, so you're reading in trade, so I'm assuming you haven't read Inferno. Correct. Right, so there you go. <laughs> so is Inferno the thing I'm missing? Yeah. And maybe all the puzzle pieces come together there? Um, I would, I would say... A, a, a bit. Okay. I don't know about all. I'll take that. If 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 I just got like, okay, I read Inferno and now I see like, oh, what he's trying to do, where he's trying to go with this. It's so it's so confusing to me why I can't connect with the Hickman story, and it's so frustrating to me. It's like when I and I know I probably sound like all the critics of Morrison when they're trying to explain why Morrison is so up his ass. <clears throat> and how I read Morrison, I'm like, no, multiversity is this, this, and this. I don't understand what you're talking about. No, I understand his run on Batman is this, this, and that. Like, maybe that's, it's just, it's, he's disconnected himself from me. I don't know. I have no right. idea. Um, no, but if you, you were I mean, to come I, back and you were like, no, I love the beginning of it, and then it just sort of fell off the cliff for me, then I'd be like, okay, good. At least I'm not missing anything. No, no. I, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see how I want to word this. Um, because I, I don't want to, I, I'll, I'll put it this way. Um, there's a lot of like subtext stuff. I mean, it, it's Hickman, right? So there's always subtext in everything he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of subtext stuff, um, that like leads up into, for example, Sword of X that like, if you're just reading this as an X-Men comic, 
and and for you being a longtime X-Men fan, um, might go over your head. Um, I think partially because, like, it's not something that is generally done in an X-Men book. Mm. Um, but, like, and, I mean, you like Morrison. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I don't know, like, I know why I like Morrison. But I don't know, like, why other people like Morrison, right? Um, I get the, the pretentiousness, but I don't see it as pretentiousness because I think he's using ideas in comics that you don't see in comics, mm-hmm. um, even though they very well lend themselves to comic format, right? Like the whole magic thing, for example. And And the thing is, I think a lot of people either quit reading X-Men or got lost somewhere along the way because Hickman is trying to do, I mean, basically like what Morrison was trying to do, um, bringing in some like weird esoteric ideas into the comics, uh, that you wouldn't normally see, right? So like the whole lead up to Sword of X, um, and even the event itself, mm-hmm. uh, is like a weird, like, I think it partially fails because it's a Marvel comic and Marvel's owned by Disney and Disney is not going to let him be as overt about it as, you know, DC would let Morrison, for example. Mm. Um, but there's a lot of like, I'll just go out and say like alchemical ritual in the X-Men books um, that kind of gets thrown by the wayside sometimes uh, because it's a Marvel book. Whereas like if Hickman was writing this as like um a vertigo book let's say uh some of that stuff would be a lot more obvious and and therefore make more sense gotcha right um so so i think it suffers for that um but like if you're willing to catch it like it's all there um but like it's not an easy read right and there's like like all those white pages and then like you know the the Krakoan dialogue and like all this shit that's going on. Um, I think it takes a lot of people out of the storyline. Mm. Um, because people aren't used to reading that kind of thing in an X-Men book. So, gotcha. uh, I would have told you to stop at Sword of X, but I mean, if you've continued, then whenever, uh, Inferno goes on trade, then you probably should read Inferno. Okay. Um, cause then you get like more on the whole Moira stuff, the Moira McTaggart and, you know, this like secret circle uh that are governing like the mutants or whatever. Um, and I and I do love the concept of her past lives. Uh-huh. I think that's really cool. Like that's a like, ooh, that's Hickman. Ooh, that's good. Right. But see, but you see what I mean? So imagine if this wasn't bogged down by Marvel rules. Oh, for sure. Right? But you would think that there are people that should be untouched, but I guess no one is untouched when it comes to, well, you're under contract. So we have X, Y, Z. Like, there is no Alan Moore or Frank Miller that can just be like, hey, I'm going to write whatever I, what, whatever the hell I want to write, and you can't say anything about it. Like, you'd think if anybody had that clout at Marvel, it would be Hickman, maybe Wade? Mm-hmm. Maybe. But sure. I can't think of too many other people that would have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, th- I think I, th- I like X Men. Uh, I think it's too smart for its own good, uh, and I'm I'm happy that you know they just let Hickman do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, I just there, there's got to be some like editorial constraint in there. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of like not letting the story really live up to what people want, or you and- know maybe maybe it's just not what people want out of X Men. That's possible too. <laughs> 
That's true. That's yeah. true. And isn't yeah. he out of the Xbox now anyway? Uh, yeah, I think after Inferno, that's it, right? Yeah. But the offshoot Xbox worth reading, or are they just tangentially related to what Hickman's doing? Uh, mostly tangential, yeah. I mean, I like Marauders. Um, what was the other one that I liked? I don't know. X-Force? That's the one standout. Uh, X Force was fine. Yeah, I think Marauders might have been the better one of of the bunch. Okay, <clears throat> that's good uh, to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought I was missing something. That's all. Is he is he writing that new Wolverine book? Maybe not. Who uh, Hickman? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm confused. Who's writing that? Never heard that. What's it called? Like Twelve Lives of Wolverine? Uh, X Lives of Wolverine. Who's writing that? Well, you know me. I'm I'm usually not up on current any comic book, so you are asking the wrong dude. No, I gotcha. I I don't know who's writing it. Um, but yeah, it's like a twelve issue series. It's like X lives and X deaths, so it's like six and six. But it's mm-hmm. like a it's like House of X, Power of X, right? Um, but for Wolverine. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, I don't know gotcha. who's writing it. I'm sure somebody will tell us. Yeah, I'm sure. Um. Also, I probably won't be reading it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm still like Wolverine out from like 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I think I when I read the what was it an omnibus of Death of Wolverine that had all the offshoots. Mm-hmm. When I was reading that halfway through it, I was like, "This has to be going somewhere. There's no way they can wrap up all of these issues into nothing." Uh-huh. And sure enough, they, they wrapped it all up into nothing. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, this is so status quo. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah, Yep. Yeah, I had a – dude, it was bad. I, re- I actually – I remember exactly the day that I quit liking Wolverine. Oh, no. Because um, I loved – I mean, everybody loved Wolverine. Yeah, of course. Right? He was fucking everywhere. Right. Um, but I remember – I was like, oh, this character's so cool. I'm going to go read Weapon X. So I bought the Weapon X trade, mm-hmm. and then I could never read anything with Wolverine again because that was so good that oh. I was like, F all this other crap. <laughs> so that sort of ruined it for you, moving forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, though, I think where I finally burned out on him, and it wasn't him being in, like, as many Avenger books as he was in X books, which mm-hmm. at the time, it, I think he was in, like, two Avengers books books at the same time yep but it was after jason aaron's wolverine run oh okay yeah yeah because i think the ron gar garvey garney ron garney Garney. yeah i think he drew one of the first jason aaron runs didn't they stick him in like dff too oh yeah he was an ff for sure yeah yeah yeah, that's right with like gray hulk Mm mm-hmm that's right. Yeah, I think that was Art Adams, I want to say. Maybe. Yeah. But you burned out real early. Woo! Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this was like nine, late 90s, probably. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just too much. When did you he burn was... out on Punisher? Um, oh, That was pretty early, too, man. That was probably like after the Max series. Okay, so you did read the Ennis run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Okay, very good. Even past the first one with Steve yeah. Dillon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people sleep on those Max ones that he that he did like with tons of different artists, and I think it was like fifty pages or fifty issues, eighty issues long. 
a lot of people don't read those to completion. Oh my God. Those are some great stories. Yeah. Yeah. I think I burned out after not that it was a bad run, but I think it was just conceptually. It was one of those like, Oh, come on. And it wasn't (laughs) even the Frank as an angel one from Marvel Knights. (laughs) I'll even take that. It was the Frankencastle. Oh, I didn't mind Frankencastle. Yeah, like I said, it was a good it was a good arc. It was alright. Yeah, 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 and I yeah, like yeah, Remender, yeah. you know I like Remender. Yeah. But I yeah, think yeah. that was the point where it was just like, oh my god, Frank is showing up everywhere. I this, forgot all about that. He's not supposed to be a hero, he's an anti hero, and all of a sudden he like he softened a little bit. Yeah, yeah. God, Frankencastle. Is that on Comicsology? Surely it is, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I might need to reread that. It's been a while. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then I read bad. him when he was in the, what was it? Not Defenders. I think he was in some, like, Avengers third party. Which oh. was, it might have been Jerry Dugan writing it. I'm not sure. But it was him and the master, uh, the Hulk villain. Yep. Electra. God, who else was in it? Red Hulk, maybe? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an Avengers book? Yeah. Huh. Now I gotta find it. I gotta look this up. And it was more of a comedy one. Like, the master was the butt of all the jokes. Oh, no, can't read that. Yeah. Master Electra. It was, it was the strangest group of Avengers. Was it Avengers? Secret See, Avengers? Maybe. Now I gotta look the damn thing up. I can't yeah. believe you wouldn't have read it. No. Uh, no, if, if, it, if it's a funny book, I'm out. Yeah, I, for whatever reason, um, I think it was Red Hulk. That's weird. Hold on, I got. I'd see now. It's driving me crazy. Okay, <laughs> here it is. Thunderbolts. What? Yeah, Thunderbolts. Really? It's Deadpool, Electra. Nope. I'm Venom. Out. <laughs> Venom, Red Hulk, and Punisher. Nope. Totally out. You said Deadpool. Yeah, I know. That's that's a weird team up. How did that come about? I think I gave it a try because, well, it was on sale. And I was like, I do like Thunderbolts. Like, I like Dark Avengers. I like Thunderbolts. Like, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm a shill for Thunderbolts. I can't help it. Yep, I found it. God. Yeah. Oh, Steve Dillon art, though. Huh. That, I think that's what sold me. But Daniel Way, ooh, that's what shouldn't sell you. Because his yeah. Wolverine run, Aichi Maichi. Yeah, I, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, I, I'm taught. See, I go back to like the Ellis Thunderbolts. That's why why I'm like, ooh, I should give this a shot. If it's villains become, you know, villains being dark antiheroes. Okay, let me <laughs> let me give that a shot. And it was not the Jeff Parker or the Warren Ellis Thunderbolts. No. Oh no. wait, this had what's his face. The the Agent Venom. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy, but Deadpool, I'm out. I completely understand, but I uh, do I'll... like I do like a wormy uh, master. Yeah. Which he was sort of the butt of the joke, you know. You got you got to think Deadpool has to be making fun of somebody. Sure. But just him constantly scheming and trying to get an angle on like I have to do something evil. Like, that was always one of those, like, you know he has to do something. Like, he's going to be foiled, of course, but he always has to scheme up something. Mm. 
but it was a very short-lived short-lived series let me tell you well i guess there were five volumes really yeah jeez buddy (laughs) yeah 32 issues god how far we've come I mean, really, if you think about it, that mother effer lasted almost three years. Jesus Christ. And it was very, and by the end, it was like Ben Acker, Ben Blacker. They were, they were writing it. So that should tell you like the haha funny joke. Mm. But hey, I'm a sucker for, give me a little bit of a uh, Punisher. Sign me up. And I, used, <laughs> and I used to love Red Hulk. Yeah, I, I didn't mind Red Hulk. When's that show coming out? Red Hulk? No, She-Hulk. Oh, I don't know. I can't wait. Hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So what did about... you think? What did you think of Peacemaker? Oh, Peacemaker. So, uh, what's that? Four episodes, right? Yes. I think, I think the more... fifth was, I think the fifth came out this week. Yeah. Yeah. I think last night or tonight. Um, look, listen, uh, Peacemaker is not a very good show. Wow. Okay? However, yes, it is extremely entertaining. So, so here's what, here's what I mean by that. You know, I don't like the funny stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a very serious person. Mm-hmm. Okay. I never joke about anything. Um, and so normally I would stay away from something like this, but there's something so endearing about John Cena mm-hmm. that I can't help but watch it. <laughs> I watched, uh, I watched the four episodes back to back. Same here. Um, my favorite character in that series is Vigilante, just for the record. Can I tell you, my favorite character from DC in the late 80s, Vigilante. Oh, really? Oh, dude. His costume? <laughs> Mother effer, that was a kick-ass costume. That was the first DC costume since I saw Batman. Uh-huh, that, uh-huh. Like, that's a kick-ass costume. That <laughs> is somebody to be scared of. And then to see him in Peacemaker, I mean, he's the Rosetta Stone of that show. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. He hiding behind that dumpster. Oh, <laughs> forget about it. And then his, oh, man. his sneaking into the woods to see him. Oh, <laughs> I just wish he would have done that every episode. Why does he have to be part of the team? Just have him like, <laughs> like sashay into every, every scene. Oh my God. And you know so, the funny part is he's he's basically Deadpool, right? In yeah. this show. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um but so much better. But he uh, never spread that way in the comic book. That's why I'm like Right, right, oh, right. So good. Yeah, this yeah, was yeah. such a great turn. But you know the thing that caught me with the show? Mm. Julie the Cruise director watches James and I'm going to say it this way. James Gunn, The Suicide Squad. Oh. Julie the Cruise director, huge James Gunn fan. Really? huge his sense of humor and even he can go he's the only director that i know that can go so over the top he could redo the raunchiest quentin tarantino action scenes and torture scenes julie the cruise director wouldn't even be phased (laughs) i don't know how don't know why no clue but james gunn the suicide squad she was all about it then she sees the trailer for peacemaker Written, directed, James Gunn. And she's like, do you think that's going to be like his Guardians and his Suicide Squad? And I'm like, yeah, it'll have the same exact tone. John Cena's in it. Why why would they change anything? And she goes, we have to watch that. (laughs) So I stockpile a few episodes. Last weekend, I said, hey, Peacemaker, 
let's let's watch that. And in my head, honestly, because I I've been on blackout for Peacemaker. Sure. I didn't even know that those were hour long episodes. I just assumed it uh, yeah. half hour situational comedy, half hour runtime. I just for whatever reason that's 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 how I pictured it. Oh no, we sat down half the day gone because we had four <laughs> hours of evening. Dude, when I can get an eighties hair metal sound <laughs> for four hours, when I get the best music video by Choir Boys is an action scene for Peacemaker episode one. Sign me the hell up because everyone's naked and there is action galore in it. Mm. I knew, and even Julie, the cruise director, she was laughing up a storm. <laughs> I knew by the opening credits where he's dancing around, yeah. the dance scene to the opening. I'm like, this sets the tone for the entire show. And even one of my buddies asked, and I'm like, there's a dance scene opening credit. If you're not going to laugh at that, you, you can turn off the show. Mm. This isn't for you. It was so good. Oh, my God. It was – and Baldy the Eagle? God, yeah. Best supporting character ever. <laughs> oh my God, are you kidding me? And Robert Patrick? Oh, uh, he's great. What an effing scumbag. I'm like – Right? Dude. I'm like, this is 2022. I'm like, you are saying some terrible shit. Oh, my God. But well, I also – but, but that's why I like the show. The helmet. I loved like – Everything that you would expect in this show is turned on its ear. Yeah, yeah. Like, some of the stuff you just don't expect. Yep. And it all works really, really well. So so that's why I like the show. Like I said, it's not a great show, but it's, like, it's really well done and it's funny as hell. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think what is funniest to me um, is how, like, it doesn't give a shit, right? Because everyone is so, like, uppity now. You know what I mean? Like everyone's mm-hmm. so sensitive and like every joke on here just like makes fun of everyone for being so sensitive. It is James Gunn getting a blank check from HBO and just not giving a shit. Yeah. yeah. Like they, unlike Hickman at Marvel, I don't think DC cared and I don't think, uh, <laughs> and I don't, and I don't think uh, HBO cared. They, I don't even know if they ever had like some board that would like, Oh, we have to look this over. I don't think anyone even looked it over. They just let him do it. Mm, yeah. You know what it was? It's probably like, I bet you he just wanted to do the Peacemaker show. And they're like, well, we want you to do Suicide Squad. And he's like, how about this? I'll do Suicide Squad. But only if you let me do this Peacemaker show. Um, Like with, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Snyder. When he did um, Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. He's probably like, yeah, I'll do Army of the Dead. Well, no, that's not true because he does love the Romero stuff. But he was probably like, I'll do Army of the Dead. But if you let me do, oh, God, what was the heist movie? That's like the prequel to Army of the Dead. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about on Netflix? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, God, I don't remember what the, what it's called. But he's like, I'll do it, but you got to let me do this however the fuck I want. And they're like, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, because you're right. It's not a perfect show, but it's the show I need right now. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. It's uh, really entertaining. It's not um, as it's not as uh, laughs per minute as Harley Quinn, right? Yeah, but as a live action comedy, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good, and uh, and you know it gives Peacemaker like some nice personality. And you know who you know the big winner in it, John Cena. Like oh. he already has done comedies 
but this definitely like this can cement him as like he's not just this big knucklehead right right right. Like, yeah oh, that's true it's so funny um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, think good. I, I think I would rewatch Peacemaker probably even before the Marvel shows, even though I think three or four of the Marvel shows are much better than Peacemaker. I think I'd rewatch Peacemaker first. I don't know. Too early to tell. Maybe. I'll but disagree because too... I thought the first two episodes of Peacemaker, they were slow doing a lot of establishing. Mm-hmm. But now they've totally hit their stride. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So it can uh... all, my guess is the James Gunn pacing is only going to ramp up and get a hell of a lot faster yeah. till the very end. Yeah, yeah. I, I love are, how offbeat it is. Are you I'm... expecting a season two, like, cliffhanger? Yeah. Or do you think James Gunn will just be like, nah, I just did this as a throw-off? No, no, no. Okay. I, I, I expect a season two. Because that's great. Because honestly, every episode, I don't know if you did this, every episode, I look to see if it's written and directed by James Gunn. Yeah, yeah. Because after the looking. first episode, I even looked over at Julie, the cruise director, and I was like, I can't believe he's still writing and directing this. Because <laughs> usually, like, ooh, the first episode's done by Aaron Sorkin. Episode two? Wait, who's that guy? Who, yeah, who wrote yeah, this? Yeah. What happened? Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. No, I, I love it a lot. Um, but Vigilante Man, I'm telling you, standout <sighs> star. Dude. As soon as he showed up, <laughs> I love when... <laughs> He's like, come on, we'll go in the vigilante mobile. He's like, you have a vigilante mobile? He's like, yeah, 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 vigilante mobile. He's like, you mean the Sebring? He's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's not a fucking vigilante mobile. It's a Sebring. Uh, but, but like, but like he's got real character though. Like when, when he gets convinced to go kill, uh, the white dragon, he goes, gets himself arrested. Um, I like, I love that scene when he just like walks into the cafeteria and, uh, and he's like, let's play a game. Um, like it's done in like a funny way cause he's that kind of character, mm-hmm. but like he says some like serious shit in there. You know what I mean? I thought a huge turn was how funny it was when he was getting tortured. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then when him and Peacemaker were there tied up. Uh, Peacemaker, of course, is out of his bonds, and Vigilante is so frightened. He's like, "Can, can you put on my mask?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no one can know his secret identity, and that's I was right. like, "Wow, that's such a good character moment right there." Yeah, 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 yeah. Great show. Okay, now I have to ask: Will just like Robert Downey Jr. Can you remember? Iron Man, how Iron Man was written before Robert Downey Jr. Yes. But from the time of Robert Downey Jr., has it gone back to that? No. Can you see Vigilante, since this probably is pretty popular, I'm sure DC will launch a Vigilante, maybe a miniseries, maybe a series. Will it be written like that, like Deadpool? Yeah, probably. See, that's why I think we're going to lose, because Vigilante was pretty much DC's Punisher. Right, and I right, right. think he's going to go away and become a laughy haha guy. Well, same with Peacemaker. Yeah. If mm-hmm. Peacemaker shows up in the comics again, he's not going to be like he was before. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Which I guess is fine. Cause yeah, no, it's fine. What, if it's going to pull more people into reading a Vigilante comic, because they already tried to relaunch Vigilante and that lasted, that lasted how many, how many issues? Like 10? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's cool, and too. And they didn't even finish. <laughs> they wrapped it up by uh, publishing the last issue in the trade. Right, right, right. It's uh, it's cool when you have, like, characters you never see show up like that, right? Uh, uh, so, yeah, like Vigilante and Peacemaker, but, like, Judo Master? You know what oh, I mean? Oh, God, that was so good. And even even Julie, the cruise director, was like, who's that? Who's that? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to explain who that is. Just watch it. <laughs> They'll explain it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, oh, my God, to make, a, make fun of, like, how short he was, I was uh-huh. like – you don't get this in movies or TV shows anymore. I'm like, oh my, when when do you ever see like people ribbing each other? Yeah, over like you know physical stuff. That's a yep. rare occasion now. Like you said, very sensitive culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he but he was awfully good flicking Cheetos <laughs> at him. It's like he still got back Peacemaker. It was pretty good. Yeah, that that scene reminded me of uh, Hawkeye. When, uh, when Kate wants to learn, cause, you know, remember Clint throws like something at the TV or something to turn the TV on? Uh, was he it flicks like, like a, a coin or something? or something? Yeah, yeah. he flicks a coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole thing reminded me of Hawkeye when he's just like flicking the Cheetos. But then of course it comes back at the very end for her. Right, 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 right. Like, you knew that wasn't just a throwaway moment. Yeah. You know, the one thing about Hawkeye that sort of changed it changed my perception on the actor who does Clint. Hmm. I never really liked him all that much, even in the Avengers. Yeah. I no. was just like, eh, he's sort of cardboardy. Yep. But this was the first thing from him that I'm like, huh, maybe there is something more here. With yeah. He, he was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's all, every character he plays is just meh. Yeah. It's sort of like he has three degrees of the same character. Uh huh. You watch him in his Bourne. I, sure, I watched that Bourne film. Yeah, but did I rave about him at all? No, not no, that much. Yeah. No. Nothing ever stood out about him. Yeah. But, mm. oh, so good. Peacemaker. Four out of five. Yeah, it's it's a winner. Four out of five. Uh, hey, it doesn't have to be perfect to be to still be a winner. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think all the shit that I've seen, man. I've seen so much stuff. I know. Oh, you know... You know what I started reading? Hmm. Uh, so I uh, <laughs> I didn't get it for Christmas because uh, my wife got me some other stuff and refused to fucking package it for Christmas. Oh, no. Uh, but I ordered the uh, the second omnibus for uh, the, the Spawn omnibus. The compendium? Thing? Yeah, the compendium. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started reading the first volume. Ooh. So so I'm reading. I'm, I'm deep into Spawn right now. How's the gut? How how many issues are you into it right now? Uh, not very far, like two or three. Okay, I literally just started it like yesterday. <laughs> okay, I'm just curious. Like when you get about a third of the way in, how's the gutter loss in it? That's what I want to know. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I do remember during Rising Sun, it Rising Sun's compendium. Yes, it was chock full. It was awesome. Well worth the price. Any of those compendiums. The gutter loss, especially when you're talking about Gary Frank art, mm-hmm. it wasn't terrible, but any gutter loss on Gary Frank art, shame on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I was curious if the same thing was okay. with... Is it in this room? No, it's in the other room. Never mind. I was gotcha. going to pick it up, but it's not in here. Um, was it still so, yeah. a bargain? Uh, I don't even know what I paid for so it. cheap with so many issues. Yeah, it was like 40 bucks or something. God, that's crazy. It's almost like a buck an issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got it on Amazon, so, you know, they discount everything. Heck yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, so that's exciting. But, but I want to get caught up. I mean, granted, like if when I finish the, the second volume, I think that only puts you at like issue 100. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I've been reading Spawn. Like I'm a couple months behind now, but I've been reading it since like two, I think 250 is when I picked it back up. Nice. Um, but I want to read all the new books. Yeah. Like, Howard you know, the, yeah. King Spawn and all that crap. I want to, I, I don't know yet. Oh, okay. Um, I've been getting them, but I haven't read them. Um, but I feel like, uh, you know, once I get through these compendiums, well, I'll be so deep in a spawn that I'll, I'll get back on there and try these new things. Yeah. I was going to say, you could just replace your not reading Batman time with reading offshoot spawn. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I like it. I approve that spawn. When's that movie coming out? No clue. I don't can think I tell even, you? I don't think that, Todd knows. Can I tell you that Santa brought me my first? physical comic book in probably three years what i mean believe me i get buddy buddies send me comic books without me requesting comic books sure sure which is so appreciated don't get me wrong because i don't mind reading physical but you know what i'm i read digital a hell of a lot more i'm glad Um, your friends are nice to you because my friends are super mean to me we'll get to that Ooh, shots Mm -hmm. fired Mm -hmm. um well, let me tell you, the first – and actually, I didn't buy it. I take that back. Uh, Mom Wetmore. Mom San- – Santa Mom Wetmore <laughs> bought me this. Go DC's on. DC's Who Who's Volume 1 Omnibus. What is that? Remember the old Who Who's? No. What? Remember Marvel Handbook? Yeah. Where it's like each character has a page and it breaks down the name and powers yeah, and first yeah, appearance. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's DC's version of the Marvel Handbook. It's DC Who's Who. Oh, I see it. Oh yeah. shit! You've never seen. You've never bought any of those issues. No. Oh, Martin Ferret. Don't get me wrong. Do you need the omnibus? No. Could you find DC Who's Who in like scattered in, in like fifty cent bins? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So give it a try there. Uh-huh. Dude, Mama, Mama Santa Claus <laughs> bought me the first volume. It is, honest to God, not that I've done it, but it would be the perfect shittery. <laughs> because just like in, like I said, I haven't brought it onto the shitter. Got, you know, I don't do that with physical co- with physical comic books. No, no, no. Sure, sure, sure. Especially an omnibus. Oh my god, you'd break, your knees would fall asleep instantly because the thing weighs thirty pounds. <laughs> but it'd be the perfect shitter read because you could literally open it up to any page <laughs> and be served up with Batmite. Oh, let me read a page on Batman. Batmite. Oh, here's Jerry Ordway drawing, you know, Kazar, who, whatever DC character you want to talk about. Oh, and it's always like an artist. It isn't like they got the famous Green Lantern artist to draw Green Lantern. Right. It's somebody usually that you don't expect drawing a character that you sort of know or you might not know. So it's just great to open it up and be like, oh, there's Blackhawks. Oh, let me read about Blackhawks. That's a cool story. Okay, maybe I'll check that out. Dude, I loved it. Oh my god, it's like the perfect thing. Like it is such a great gift. I just ah oh, head over. <laughs> Highly recommend. That's hilarious. But I will say, my buddy Aaron Bell. Uh huh. You might have read this. I am in the middle of it. 
he sent me, I guess he got them like through a Kickstarter. He got an extra copies of um, Orphans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. And this is me coming in with like zero knowledge of this. Oh, um, wait, you got it? Yes. Oh, Aaron, nice. Aaron sent me the first five volumes. Very nice. And I'm halfway through and I'm telling you, I haven't, I have, I, I, I knew zero of any of this. The story, the writer, what's it about? No clue. It has thoroughly impressed me probably every like 30 pages. I'm like, how are they doing this? How did I <laughs> ever hear of this? How is this such like a grand scope tale being told? And I know nothing about it. It's just jaw-dropping how awesome it is. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, my God. And, like, Aaron will reach out here and there, and he's like, have you finished it? Have you finished it? And I'm like, no, because I don't want to rush because I just want to savor it. And it's just, like, the trades are done so well. And they're so, like, thick, but yet there's not a lot of gutter loss. I don't know how they did that, how they glued that together. Mm -hmm. But it's high-quality trades. Like, my God, I look at this thing and I'm like, more comic books should be done by this company because they know how they're doing it. Or send all these other comic book companies to this printer because obviously this printer knows how to glue spines that mm -hmm. aren't so tight that you have tons of gutter loss. Right. But yet it doesn't feel like you can turn the spine upside down and like pages are going to fall out. Right, right, right. It really feels like it's like sewn in there. I'm really, really impressed with the like construction of it. And huh. I mean, kudos to fucking Eric. Like, I could not believe one that he just sent it to me out of the blue. A package arrived. It was heavy as hell. I opened it up and I was like, I don't even know what this is. What is this? <laughs> and I read the back of it. I'm like, that sounds like such a great concept. Oh my god. And sure enough, I started it that night and I, I get through a little bit here and there because I don't, I don't want to rush through it. So I, it's, it, it reminds me of Mouse. Mm. Like I read four or five pages per sitting of that book when I was, and I read Mouse the first time when I was living in Orland and I had to travel into the city for college and I would sit on the train and I'd have 55 minutes, but I would bring another trade along with me because I would only read like five to six pages and then I'd put it away. Gotcha. Because I don't want to lose like if there's a beat on every two to three pages like there is with mouse, I don't want to read too much and then forget stuff. I want to burn it into my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm taking it so slow, and I know Aaron just wants like just be done with it. I need to talk to somebody about this, <laughs> but I'm like I can't go fast. I just can't. Like that's why I go back and I read Hickman. I read his Fantastic Four because it's like oh my god, I do. Oh my god, I totally forgot about the evolutionary. Oh my god, I totally forgot about the like multiple Reed Richards. Like there's stuff that like if I didn't read that thing four or five times, I would I would have thought it was cool at the time, and then I would have just forgot about it. Right, right, right. Oh, it's so good. Hilarious. But, ooh, orphans. Highly recommend. Yeah, I should probably reread that because uh, let's see, when did they force me to buy that? It's probably been like two or three years, I would think. Yeah, jump on it. Yeah, it's really good. Mm -hmm. I remember it being very good. It's just been so long. <laughs> I hear you. Well, after your compendium, or maybe you want to break up compendium one and two. Well, so you no, you're right. But see, here's the problem. Hmm. Uh, as you know, 
I made a purchase today. <laughs> You're finally going to read Moon Knight. <laughs> God, I love it. So you have great friends. Yeah. I, on the other hand, have shitty friends. Uh, they don't send me stuff. They make me buy stuff. Well, I do do that to you, too. So That's true. It's usually not to... a Nerdy Legion episode without you buying something. That's true. That used to be a staple of this podcast. Yes, yes. Um, but, uh, I, look, listen, I, no regrets, okay? Um, you know you know what makes those two uh, omnibuses so nice? Wait, we should, we should say... Okay, go, go ahead. Sorry. We should say what it is before we continue. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, so I purchased two Moon Knight omnibuses today. Um, these are not, I guess, official omnibuses. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Uh, they are custom bound omnibuses uh, from Omaha Bound, mm -hmm. uh, which is cool because I've gotten stuff from them before. So, you know, like whatever. It's not like I'm taking a shot here. Uh, but apparently they had a copy of each one. Uh, that which was crazy. That they wanted to get rid of or whatever. I don't know. And I missed it somehow. Uh, somebody shared it with me. I liked it because it looked cool, but I had zero plans of buying it. Um, mm -hmm. because I own like the single issues. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but then of course, my first terrible friend, Dennis Chandler, yeah, uh, good. tags me in this. I like him. And so I'm like, yeah, this is good. Like, you know, but like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to buy it. Right. Right. Cause I have these. Um, and then my second terrible friend, Ronnie Barron, uh, tags me in it. And I'm like, well, shit, here's a second person. Uh, and then my third terrible friend, Aaron Bell, tags me in it. And, uh, I'm like, shit, well, maybe I should buy it. Right. Maybe it's the universe talking to you. Sure. So now, now I'm DMing with, uh, what's his name? I can't remember the guy's name. Tim, I think is his name from, uh, Omaha Bound. Yeah. Um, talking about this book. And then, my my first terrible friend Dennis Chandler's like this will be a way for you to have Werewolf by Night thirty two because as listeners of the podcast know mm, I've been mm. I, this is the the one Moon Knight appearance that I'm missing in a physical comic book single issue is Werewolf by Night thirty two um, true because my dumbass has been waiting for years to find the right price to buy this book and of course as time has progressed the book keeps getting more and more expensive. And so my dumbass keeps pushing it off further and further. Um, you never now, know; it might go down. <clears throat> well, that's true. Now I will. I will <laughs> say hey, this: I don't know if you heard me laugh right there. It ain't. Well, it ain't listen, go down. you never know. Um, I will say I do have a very nice, great friend. His name is Dewan Hammonds. He's he messaged me like two months ago that his shop had a copy of it. Um, I, I it was only like six or seven hundred bucks. Um, but it wasn't like in the best of shape. Oh, okay. So, so I kind of passed on it. Gotcha. Um, cause like I want, I want a good copy, right? Sure. Like, I don't know. I'm not like willing to buy like, uh, you know, like a nine, six CGC copy no. and like bust the case up and read it. Ooh, but like, no. but, but I want like a good readable copy, right? Like mm -hmm. I'd, I'd be okay with like, I don't know, an, an eight O, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways, I've been putting this off for years, okay? And my terrible friend, Dennis Chandler, says this will be a way for you to own a copy. Because, again, these are custom-bound books. So Sounds what like Omaha friend. <laughs> yes. So okay. what Omaha Bound does is they take the original 
floppies, the single issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, they cut them up and they custom print, custom bind these single issues into trade paper, into, well, usually hardcovers, um, right. into, into a collection. So but it's, it's the a, actual comic book pages in there, it, not it's the actual them. exactly right. Yes. So, so, so you, my so you have the wonderful smell. Yes. Yes. So my three terrible friends are tagging me on this. Good friends. And and I'm DMing. Uh, we'll say Tim. If that's not your name, Tim, I bet. Um, and I'm like, well, I wonder if I can just like, what if I just buy an omnibus, right? So I start like looking, and I'm like. And you wouldn't just buy one of the two. Why would you do that? No, no, no. I mean, like, if there's, like, already an omnibus of this. Oh, okay. Yeah, Right, I like, gotcha. an official Marvel one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I start looking, and I quit after, like, 30 seconds, right? Uh-oh. Because I realized I could, theoretically, find an omnibus of it Moon Knight. smell good, but yeah, go on. Right? Which will have a print copy of Werewolf by Night 32. Of course. But you said it. It does. It's not the comic, right? 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 It's not the thing. It's just mm-hmm. like a facsimile of the thing, right? So I said, "Fuck it," and uh, I sent the man my money, and he's shipping it out. I think he shipped it out already, actually. Yeah, free shipping too. Great price, free shipping. Yep, great price, free shipping. Uh, and it'll smell wonderful. So, do you think the first appearance when they bound that the first appearance of Moon Knight? Was that just a ragtag copy of it? We'll find out, sir. Okay. Because you got you got to remember, like the pages could be fine, but like if the cover is tore up or whatever, right? Th- then it's not worth anything, right? right? So it could be like maybe they had a copy with like no cover. Yeah, right? or the back cover is ripped off, or, or something. the back cover is ripped off. Yeah, something that they wouldn't bind. Right. Um. So I I didn't even ask for like interior pictures of this. Um, because, you know, like I said, I've bought stuff from them before mm-hmm. and, you know, they're, they're very reputable. So how's the, how's the binding? Is it cloth? Is it sewn or is it glued? That is a great question, my friend. Okay. I didn't let even me, ask. Let me know when you get it. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you know when I, when I get it. Because um, that would be a selling point to, for me. Like I said, I, I didn't ask for any pictures of the interior. Yeah, you're a Moon Knight fan. Um, uh, well, I mean, like. Based on the pictures that are shown, the pages look like they look pretty white. That's awesome. Right? And how many uh, issues will you have total in those two <clears> omnibuses? <throat> I don't know. Let me see here. So omnibus one uh, has so this is the first series, the first Moon Knight yeah. series. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Moon Knight one through fifteen, Werewolf by Night thirty two thirty three, uh-huh. Marvel uh-huh. Preview twenty one, Marvel Spotlight twenty eight twenty nine, uh-huh. Defenders forty seven through fifty. Marvel 2 and 152, Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man 22-23, and material from Hulk magazine, uh, looks like six issues of that. Uh, so can what's I that, just, like 30 issues? Can I just tell you, you uh-huh. reading off all of those appearances, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how could that not sell you? You get right. a little Marvel 2-in-1, you get some Defenders, you, right. like, dude, you are jumping all over the place. In yep. prime, like those titles in their prime. In their prime. Oh. Uh, oh. And then volume two is Moon Knight 16 to 38, and then Marvel Fanfare 30 and 38, 39. So that's the Sienkiewicz stuff. Yeah, that's the Sienkiewicz stuff. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. God damn. 
Yep. You know what's great about those? About mm. your your two purchases right there? Because I did look at the picture. Um, yes. I miss the Marvel Omnibus on the back of all of the covers that oh, are yeah, in that yeah. collection. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really miss those images. Yeah. God, that was when Omnibuses just freaking rocked. Um, and the two that they picked for the covers, mm-hmm. not well-known covers, mm-hmm. but stellar covers. Like, do you really want the most popular covers of Moon Knight no. on those Omnibuses? No, you want some hidden gems. And yeah. both of those are hidden gems. Yeah. Like, you give me the first appearance cover, eh. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> sure. Or the first Sinkevich cover? Okay. I've seen, mm-hmm. been there, done that. Yep. Oh, God, those are so good. They are very good. Oh, my God. I, they oh, are very good. The smell alone. <laughs> well, and so here's, so here was the thing, though, right? Because I'm searching for these omnibuses just to see. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of a kind. Mm, nice. You see what I mean? Are the Moon Knight omnibuses the same layout what do you mean same amount of issues same progression oh the official ones yeah the official ones uh dude uh, like i said i i literally hunted for 30 seconds before i said uh there's no point let me just get this yeah that's true that's true uh i wonder what is this and besides would could they recolor them like sometimes i i like when they recolor and it's a bit like it's a it's the same shade of blue it's just sort of pops off the paper a little bit better mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. i like that but when you get like neil adams kid recolors it and it isn't even close to the original nah, oh, yeah nah yeah, yeah, yeah. come on yeah well you know and the thing is now i wish i hadn't bought that epic collection you know true. what I mean? Because, like, Very number true. one, the cover to the Epic Collection is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does have, like, some of the stuff from that this Omnibus has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it doesn't have, like, you know, whatever, the first 15 issues of Moon Knight. Uh, I think it's, like, the first arc. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the Defender stuff and the Marvel 2-in-1 and all that, um, the Hulk magazine stuff is in the Epic Collection. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I don't give a shit. I will I will say about the Epic Collection, because I've read quite a few Epic Collections since Christmas, mm-hmm. I'm always amazed by some of the back matter. Mm. They do a really good job of throwing out some stuff, whether it was in Marvel Age or like an interview or, oh, here's Mark Wade writing into, you know, the, the editor mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. such and such title. Oh, you know, here's something you could read. I'm really impressed with some of the back matter. Now, some of it's only like three, four pages. So is it worth buying some double dipping or triple dipping on it? I, sure. I debate that. But there is <laughs> some pretty cool like, oh, here's an unused, you know, uh, Zek, um, Captain America cover that mm-hmm. just was un- like, oh, I've never seen that. Granted, I'm sure if I typed in, like, Zek covers Captain America, I probably could pull that up. Sure, sure, sure. But I didn't even know it was in existence. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's sort of cool, but the price the price point for Epic Collections have never never been my favorite. They're they're pretty expensive. Eh, I mean... For, how, for how many issues you get. That's true. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's true. Like, sometimes Omnibuses is like, oh my god, for a buck 20, this is a buck 25 an issue. Like, yeah, and it's gigantic. Yeah, that's true. Dude, I'm so excited for you. You gotta, you gotta let me know about it. Me too. 
And now I don't need to open my floppies anymore. Where what where would you even find Moon Knight floppies? Come on. <laughs> Good God, how many boxes would you have to open up to like even find the MOs? Listen, not as many as you think. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um uh, anyways, so I'll I'll say this on the podcast now. Uh oh. I'm gonna see how these are when they when they show up. I think I'm going to like them enough where I might have them make me some more custom Moon Knight books. Would you just continue on from where these end? Yeah. Or would you custom, like, your favorite runs? No, no, no. Like, all of it. Oh, so it's going to be a continuation type thing. Yeah. You know the sweet thing about that? And I'm sure it's sort of pricey, but probably not crazy pricey. And I know you have to be on a wait list. I know I know you have to like plan this out mm-hmm. some months in advance. But it would be sort of cool to pick like the cover and pick the font style and stuff like that. Like oh, I know you yeah. I know you can get pretty pretty in the weeds when it comes to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. Sort of worth doing. <clears throat> Um, so, so I'm thinking about it. Um, especially, uh, what's the run? So the first run that I read, I think was the, what's his name? Charlie Hutton, whatever. You know, know, the David Finch run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Charlie Houston. Houston. That's it. That's like the first Moon Knight stuff that I read. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got in pretty late. See, I Um, got, I got into, and I don't know if I shared this with you. I used to go to Graham Cracker comics and I know I've talked about them endlessly. But mm-hmm. they had a gigantic section of like entire runs of, you know, Camelot 3000 oh, and <laughs> stuff like that. But it would be like one, he would just take like magazine sized like, um, plastic bags and stick them in there. And it'd be like Camelot 3000 cover price, whatever it is, $28, now mm-hmm. $7. And that's how I found. Moon Knight, and it was like the entire like Sinkevich run, oh. and I and I was like, oh, because it came in <laughs> of those like magazine bags, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it and he and it was just like cover price, whatever it was, and he was selling it for like eighteen bucks or something, and I went and helped him at a con, and he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, how about this Moon Knight? And he was like, oh yeah, okay. Because I'm sure for him it was like those Moon Knights were like inches away from just going into his quarter bin. So he was like, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) So that was the first time. And I think I picked it up going back to your joke. I Uh think I picked it up because it looked moody like Batman at the time. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'll try this. And yeah, then I fell in love with Sienkiewicz. I got to look this up now. And the David David Finch run was the thing that brought me back into Moon Knight because I was like, ooh, who's doing this? Ooh, it's really dark. All right. So so I'm wrong. Uh Uh-oh. I'm wrong. I thought this was way earlier. Huh. So that's not the first time I read it. Because I remember, I remember, this is how I remember this. I remember, um, what book was that? Prophet? When I saw the, the Stephen Platt artwork. And I was like, I gotta see what this guy's been doing. And he, oh. he, he had done Moon Knight. Mm. For some reason, I thought that the Finch stuff was earlier, but apparently the Platt stuff was earlier. No, the Finch stuff's like late 80s, right? No, it's later than that. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, not late 80s. Sorry. It's probably 2000. 
Yeah, it's early 2000s. His 80s was, that was like Sienkiewicz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early 80s. Yeah. Yep. Stephen Platt, that guy. See, now I want to read some Stephen Platt. I don't know if I ever read any Stephen Platt. Well, no, he didn't write it. He did the artwork. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I ever read any of his Moon Knight. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. When when did he write, when did he draw it? Uh, early 90s. But was it from the same, like, numbering system as, like, the Doug Bunch and Sienkiewicz run? No, no, because, you know, Moon Knight books usually don't last very long. Mm, okay, um, gotcha. It was uh, Mark Spector Moon Knight. See, I don't think I read any of those. Do you mm-hmm. do you know who who wrote them? I'm looking it up right now. Terry Cavanaugh. Oh, I like Terry Cavanaugh. Maybe they just flew under the radar. Could be. Who knows? You know what this, you know, damn you, Martin Ferretti. What are we, what are we buying now? I'm not buying anything. Oh, okay. But I gotta say, I think I'm going to hit the old download button. Oh. I I think it's time for me to jump into some Moon Knight. I mean, you gotta do it. The show's coming. That's what I'm thinking. Why not? Mm Mm-hmm. I read a little Peacemaker before Peacemaker showed up. Did you? Yeah. I thought about it. Yeah, it was fun. I read, I read some Suicide Squad. Mm, makes sense. I, I don't have any Peacemaker floppies, or I would have read some floppies. <laughs> I did a little Vigilante, and I did a little uh, Peacemaker. Very nice. Yes, 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 yes. Now, Moon Knight. I'm going to throw this out to you. Uh-oh. I have I have three epic collections. Uh-oh. Do I go the, well, I guess I really should. If if I'm going to read some Kevich Moon Knight, you should go with the first one. Uh-huh. Wouldn't you think? With the first, oh, you talking about you talking about you have three Moon Knight epic collections? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do I start so, with those which I've uh, already read multiple times, uh, or do I read the Moon Knight epic collection Bad Moon Rising? So that's volume two. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of offshoots that I haven't read. That's what I'm thinking. It's pretty what? much your omnibus. It has parts of your omnibus in it. Yeah, Marvel, that's... Spotlight, Marvel Spotlight, two in one, Defender, so Peter Parker. A... So, all right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, volume one has like the first arc and then like the offshoot stuff. Yeah. Volume two has, so what would that be? Like issue five through. Yeah, it's like 16 or something. Okay, okay, okay. You and haven't then... read that one? No, I've read that one, oh, okay. and I've read and I've read the following one, which is twenty four through thirty eight, because those are all the Sinkevich. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like those, I've read multiple times. The first, the first one, um, Bad Moon Rising. Uh-huh. I've read all of that stuff once. Or do mm-hmm. I read the Houston Finch run? Mm-hmm. I really which, like that one. Which I've read the first two trades of that, but I haven't read the last three trades of. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Um, or let me give you one oh, other geez. thing. That's a lot. I know. Or the Colin Bunn run. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I like Colin. His run's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two arcs of uh, of the Finch run are among my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, of course, you have the Munch stuff, so you got to read that. The Munch and Kevin stuff. So, I would say the Finch stuff first. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've already read the, the early stuff, maybe you want to skip it, right? Because, so that the show is not going to really be based on that stuff. Right, um, I know. 
it looks like it's more like like the the latest like whatever four or five books right right since the war in Ellison. um and I, I mean it's very different but in terms of like no you know what i was gonna say something that doesn't make any sense um i i like the finch run because it's like kind of a you you have the hints of the like psychotic moon knight thing mm-hmm. uh but you also have like you know the spirit of the night kind of thing. Um, so best of both worlds. Did the, Mike Benson, when he took over, did it stay pretty good? Because mm-hmm. I know Houston was only on it for like two, three trades. Yeah, I think it's the first two arcs. So that's the best of that run. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Once he left, it was okay. Like it was still good, but it wasn't as good. Gotcha. Um, well, I can't yeah. get through all the entirety of Moon Knight. That's why, I mean, like, I but I just recently read the Lemire stuff, and I reread I gotcha. the uh, Ellis stuff, so yeah, I don't I gotcha. want to touch that stuff again. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like, if somebody were to ask me, like, where do I start, I would just tell them the, the Houston Finch stuff, um, and then move to Warren Ellis, uh, and then probably the current run, because, um, like, I think a lot of the Lemire stuff just kind of got thrown away um, after they relaunched it. I can't remember who wrote it immediately. Was it Bond that took over right after Lemire? That sounds right. I think that's right. Um, so some of that stuff got thrown away. Like the, the Lemire run is good. Um, but I think a little bit, it's a little repetitive from the Warren Ellis stuff. Um, uh, and some of the stuff doesn't carry on. Um, and then like the munch, here's the thing. The munch stuff is like, all right. So, you know, as a person that currently is not reading Batman, but loves Batman, um, it's like reading modern Batman. And you're like, ah, let me see, like, what else is up? And you go and read, like, Golden Age Batman. Mm. Right? So, it's the same with Moon Knight. Like, you can read the modern stuff, and then, like, you'll be good for the show. But if you want to see, like, uh, like, where did this character come from? You can go read the Munch stuff, and it's, like, very different. Huh. Right? Like, you get some of the hints of, like, why some of these writers took Moon Knight in certain directions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, like, deep. Gotcha. At all. <laughs> Do you think the Maximus stuff is going to make it into the show? I hope not. Okay. That was my least favorite run. Yeah, I I, I still don't know where I sit with Lemire. Yeah. run. Yeah. I think it was too stretched out. Like at the end, uh, I, thought it tie, I thought it tied up really well at the end. Yeah. But I would say, could you lop off volume two and four and condense everything down to three trades and tell exactly the same story? Yeah, probably. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. I mean, the, listen, the bat, the, the Bema stuff was, it was fine. Um, he had like, oh shoot, cool... I have to correct us. What? It went from Ellis. To Brian Wood, to Bond. Oh, how could I forget? Yeah, yeah, because Greg Smallwood was. That's right. Was on mm-hmm. God, that Smallwood stuff was good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so so Bemis did like this cool like moon versus sun kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just a little a little generic. Gotcha. Um, I love his music, not so much his comics. I hear you. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I'm gonna follow, I'm gonna follow your lead. I'll, I'll start with the Houston stuff. Yeah. 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 Those first two arcs are awesome. Can I, can I tell you what else is in the batter's box? 
waiting hmm. for me. I think I think you might appreciate it. Oh. Uh, also, what I downloaded on on my my little tablet is uh, I'll be in the batter's box is Deathstroke Volume Four. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh huh. Uh huh. And this is a X Men event I never read. And to be honest with you, I didn't hear great things, but I don't really care. I'm just sort of in the mood for it. So this will sort of tell you where my head is. The Magneto War. I don't know if I've read that. Really? Interessante. Magneto War. How recent is this? It's going to be a whole Joe Casey uh, (laughs) double hitter right there. (laughs) It's during the Joe Casey X-Men run. Uh, Okay. Early 90s. Yeah, I see it. Lee Weeks art, really? Yeah, I know. And Jim, and Jim Chung. Interesting. Yeah, yeah this is uh, definitely the era where I was not reading X-Men. Yeah, every time I look at the preview pages, I'm always like, ooh, that's some digital coloring right there. That's early days of digital coloring. Yeah, Oof. for sure. For sure. When did I quit reading X-Men? It had to be pretty early. Uh, let me see. When was Jim Lee in that book? No, that was way too early. Because uh, that was, what, 80... 788, right? Something like that? That sounds about right. Um, that's way too early. So let me see. They relaunched the book in 91... 3. 93. That sounds about right. Oh, so Magneto uh, War was right right there, either at the tail end or beginning. <laughs> so, I mean, so Magneto War had to be after 95. Let me see here. When was Age of Apocalypse? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. 1995 to 96. That was so Magneto that, War? That was Age of Apocalypse. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I probably quit reading X-Men 97. Wow, I read, I can tell no, you. Ooh, go no, ahead. it had to be later than that. Hmm. When was the cartoon? No, cartoon was early 90s. Yeah, so I had to quit about 97, 98. Gotcha. I think I bailed on X-Men right around after the Paul Smith, John Romita issues. Mm. As soon as the brood became way too (laughs) much of a thing, Uh uh the beginning issues were fantastic. But all of a sudden when that became like, oh my God, another brood arc, are you kidding me right now? (laughs) That's when I bailed out. And the thing that brought me back, other than the Jim Lee relaunch X-Men 1, Mm-hmm. That of course that brought everyone back, uh, but other than that, it was uh, Bacalo Generation X. Oh, nice! Yeah, and that was just because I was reading Shade the Change, Changing Man. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so anything Bacalo was doing, I was like, hell yeah! <laughs> Brute Saga was pretty early too, right? Is that oh, yeah. uh, is that still Claremont? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. huh? And I love me some Paul Smith. Of course, you know, I still love John. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. still, it was like, oh, my God, these aliens. Come on. Wait, For... And I never who? even thought, what? You love who? Get out of here. Wait, um, wait who are we talking about? Chris, Chris Claremont. <laughs> oh, I thought you said John Romita Jr. Who? I didn't. Uh... <laughs> Dude, don't even get me started on him coming back to fucking Spider-Man. I, cor- I can't. I mean. I'm looking forward to it, <laughs> but also every time I see like some of the artwork from it, I'm like, dude, if you have time to be doing promotional artwork, like 
<laughs> Put in some time in the in the interior artwork. Get going. Like, come on. I look that much me, like free time. Listen, all right, hang on. Let me I'm gonna look this up live on air. John Romita Jr. Spider Man. Alright. And then I'm gonna tell you, all right, Zeb Wells, John Romita Jr. Okay, this is probably have preview images, right? I would think. Um Okay. All right. All right. All right. Ooh, what's up with that foot? Um, all right. So, uh, everything above the logo looks good. That foot though, it looks like he broke it midair. Um, okay. All right. All right. Here's an interior page. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. That's not terrible. Hang on. Page two. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, Coloring is pretty good. Um, all right. So let me tell you a story. So I'm driving to work. Okay. You, know, I, you know, I always listen to podcasts. I'm driving to work, and I have on uh, the Bright Side Comics chat. That, that's a good one. It's a good podcast. Uh, Except for when they spent a whole episode talking about the Spider-Man movie, and I couldn't listen to it. I know, I know. Dude. I end up having to skip a lot of stuff in that in that podcast because I don't, like, watch things immediately. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but see, I don't mind them talking especially during the spoiler thing thank you for like pushing it to the end of the spoilers that's fine yes but i i still listen to the very till the very very end because i don't care if they spoil foundation for me because guess what in a month when i watch that i ain't gonna remember any of that get out of here but for spider-man i would remember it (laughs) (laughs) i can't (laughs) like my completionist to be like I can't even listen to that. But what if they say something cool? But I can't <laughs> do it. So I, I, I immediately marked it played and then wrote down like episode whatever it was. I put it on my phone, like in, in the notepad. Episode blah, 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 bright side chat. Uh, marked is played. Go back and listen to once you're done with Spider-Man. <laughs> what am I doing? What do I, I have 300 episodes I could be listening to. No, I have to listen to <laughs> Bright side chat, you have uh, <laughs> that's too funny. Uh, alright, so I'm gonna say this. I just, I just looked at preview images. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look bad, okay? You know, me and John Romita, we don't get along, cause I think he's a terrible artist. But, these preview images, looks fine, okay? Mm-hmm. Will I read it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But, it looks fine. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm driving to work, I'm listening to the Brightside Comics chat, and they start talking about this new Spider-Man in the book that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And the way that it's phrased, I, they didn't even have to say who the artist was. Okay? Because DJ starts talking about it, and I hear a comment from John, and I say, God damn it, if they put John Romita Jr. on the Spider-Man book, I quit. And sure as shit, there comes DJ talking about John Romita Jr., and I grab my phone, and I slammed it on my center console, and I said, no! God damn it! This is a true story. This actually happened. <laughs> All right. I have to say something regarding that. And you know my love of John Romita Jr. Yes. And hey, I'm still the fan of his Batman. Yeah, I said it. I don't care. Come at Shame me. On you. Anyone, especially an artist. Hell, I'll even say a writer too. They're playing with house money at the beginning of every run. Yeah, yeah. Not, uh, sorry, I, I take that back. Not every run. Every launch of a new of a new title you go back and read lemire especially like um agent of uh, frankenstein agent of shade or his actually i'll i take that back animal man you can tell he had a concept for animal man 
Mm-hmm. And then you look at what was the artist, Travis Shirey. Sure. Did he, did he do the first arc of I that? I don't remember. Well, I remember when they launched, when they first were talking about that, how excited they were. This is our only comic book. We're going to be, oh, he's already drawing months in advance. There's going to be no delays. Mm. And you look at that first arc of art and oh my God, chef's kiss. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, whoo, do those 30 days come up and bite you right in the fucking ass on yes, art two and three. Yep. So yes, guess what? The first, the the preview pages you just saw, I'm sure he had months to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see where you're at in 30 days. That's All right. No, we're and not going to see. I'm a fan of JRJR, so I don't care. I don't care if it's chicken scratch. I'm there. Yeah. And it for me, it depends on the inker mm-hmm. and the colorist. For sure. You give me a good colorist, and usually he has his own stable of colorists, so it's just it's one of those things like it's just like Mignola. You know who's going to be coloring Mignola? Yes. Like he has two colorists. You know who's going to be putting color in his books, and and it all looks mwah, perfect. Same with JRJR. But a lot of artists, I mean, and even writers, they Lemire has a great Animal Man concept, probably two. Mm-hmm. And then they slowly just slide right off. Same with yes. Bendis and Avengers. For sure. He had some great con- – he had a great concept for his uh, X-Men run. People might not have liked to bring in back Teenage X-Men, but that was a cool concept at the time. But then See? what are you going to do? Once you throw out that great concept, then what are you going to do? What's the next thing that you're going to do? That's why it shocks me when I read like – Roger Stern, and he did, what, 10 years on Avengers? Mm-hmm. It's like, how did he do that? And then he also had three storylines going all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they're not so spread out, and he's not writing for trades. But yet he had all of these crazy stories in his head. That's why I'm so, just like, oh, my God, that's so impressive to me. Let me tell you, hmm. we don't plan we don't plan these shows. No. But you, you said magic words – as I'm, I'm, I'm itching to tell the story, and you said all the magic words that pertain to my story. Uh-oh. So this is the perfect segue. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Let me tell you about a little boy named Martin Ferretti. Oh, this is good. Okay. Little boy named Martin Ferretti. Is it, who... Are you finally going to share the story about you dating a stripper? <laughs> no. That story oh. shall never surface. Come on! <laughs> but... A little boy named Martin Ferretti, who one day by mistake walked into this uh, newsstand place by the subway station owned by this old Korean man and picked up his first comic book. Okay. Was it a newsstand or was it like a delicatessen? It was like what a are, delicatessen, yeah. What are they called in New York? Bodegas. Bodegas. Well, you know, is it really a bodega if it's owned by a Korean? I mean, I guess. I don't know. Can you get a hot sandwich that was behind the counter under a Hell yeah, you could. They were delicious. Then it's a bodega. All right, fine. It was a bodega. And I walked in and I picked up my first comic. It was an Avengers comic. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Why Uh, did you buy that as your first comic? Something, there was something about the cover. I can't remember. I think Vision was on the cover. Um, Was it tons of, was it tons of like heroes on the cover? I, I don't recall. Okay, I don't recall. Go. I don't. I don't remember what the cover was. Was it the white vision? Um. Yes. Hell uh, yeah. Hang on. 
was it the white vision yeah 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 it was white vision hell yeah um anyways picked up my first comic avengers mm-hmm. i loved mm-hmm. avengers for many many years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. many many years fast forward 2010 avengers was getting relaunched mm. you know who the creative team was um kurt Busiek and george perez incorrect brian michael bendis john romita jr that's the new avengers okay 2010 i thought you were gonna say brian michael bendis and fitch no 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 it wasn't new avengers it was the avengers but that was before like that was when brian michael bendis already launched the avengers twice sure okay because he did he did the one with finch this is about, a brand new brand new relaunch. About the raft. Remember when the raft mm-hmm. broke and all the villains came? That that was the first relaunch, and then he relaunched another Avengers title before him and Ramita launched Correct. the Avenger. I mean, you're coming in third here. Correct. Yeah. Okay. 2010. Okay. Very square faces. I do remember that. Yes, very square face. 2010. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brian Michael Bendis, mm-hmm. John Ramita Jr. Mm-hmm. I was very excited. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, didn't know much about John Romita Jr. Wow. Okay. That's I, a shame. Well, I wasn't, you know, come on. Obviously, uh, I've never read a, a Spider-Man comic book for 10 years. Well, that's true. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, shame on you. Um, but, but I was familiar with his dad, obviously. Yeah. Um, anyways, so uh, I was very excited. Brand new Avengers comic. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, go to the comic store. I pick it up. I read it. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is pretty good. I can keep reading the Avengers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, just like we, we had relaunches, but not like every six months like we do now. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was excited. I was like, great. I can keep reading the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember the storyline. Okay. Um, I had an issue with uh, a couple things with the art, but whatever. Like, I thought the art was good. 30 days later, Nick. <laughs> Martin, young Martin goes back into the bodega. Young Martin, this is like 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, how old am I now? I don't know. I was like 20, 2010, 29. Fresh, fresh I was 29. Martin. Uh, is, uh, with his, uh, parachute pants. And- yeah. <laughs> Not in 2010. <laughs> hey, old man. Get me a hot <laughs> sandwich. I'll take Avengers number two. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I'll take a full two. Put it in a paper bag. Uh, anyways, 30 days later, yeah. Avengers number two comes out. Uh-huh. And I'm reading it. And I don't know what is happening anymore. Wow. Because <laughs> the art was so terrible. Wow. I just, I swore to myself to never read an Avengers book again. Oh, buddy. Uh, it's not right. And so that's the last time that I uh, regularly picked up a uh, an Avengers comic. It's not it right. 12 years ago. Yeah. It's not right. Uh, and Were you, know you reading other comics at the oh, yeah, time? I was, yeah, I was reading a ton of comics. So you were just Mr. DC, no Marvel. No, I was reading everything. Well, you said this was your first Avengers comic. No, 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 The Avengers was the first comic I ever read. And I read it monthly until this relaunch in 2010. So you, so you didn't read Avengers 
there was a gap between that and 2010? That's what you're telling me? No, no, no. I'm telling you that I haven't picked up an Avengers book regularly since 2010. So you were on the Bendis Avengers train. I was Up fine. until that third relaunch. Then you were like, uh, nope, I'm out. Correct. Ben, Bendis is giving me too many casual uh, Yiddish terms. That's what you Listen, said. Listen, I don't blame it on Bendis. Oh. I blame it on John Romita Jr. Well, you know, some people some people are for you. Some people aren't for you. He, he Listen, this man single-handedly <laughs> destroyed a comic that I read for 20 years. And you never read any of his amazing Spider-Man run. In one fell swoop. <laughs> hmm. uh, no, at that point, no. I have since. Um, very slowly. But, uh, yeah. Well, that's all right. Hey, yeah. not, not everybody needs to be for you. Don't worry about it. That's sort of like Hickman X-Men for me. I didn't mind him in Kick-Ass. Yeah, he was all right. I guess. Yeah. John yeah. Romita Jr., my immortal enemy. John Romita Jr., you are Nerdy listen, nerdy Legion's Listener of the Week. <laughs> Martin, uh, yes. turn on our YouTube channel. Yes, it's on. <laughs> I know, I'm looking at the camera. JRJR. <laughs> the thoughts and expressions of one Martino Ferretti mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is not... The views and opinions of the entire Nerdy Legion podcast. Thank True. you. There will be no rebuttal by Martino Ferretti. I'm looking into the camera right now. He's on mute. Thank you. JRJR, back to you. I guarantee you, though, it is the opinion of 90% of the Nerdy Legion network. I didn't say the network. <laughs> the Nerdy Legion podcast. I understand where... Everyone's opinion. Everyone has made it crystal clear, my friend. Mm. No worries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will be on this corner. And do I see some issues here and there? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I will not cast the first stone. I, I don't need to. I don't need to. Hey, listen. He draws better than me. Sure, sure, sure. I'm not a professional comic book artist. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kudos to you. Do Do I hope that he drops his pencils and starts writing comic books? No. Like some artists do? No, no. Brian Hitch, I'm looking at you. Justice League, (laughs) Icky? No, I don't wish that on anyone. (laughs) Who's the guy I don't like? The Batman artist turned writer. Oh. I've mentioned him to you umpteen times, and now I'm drawing a blank on his name. McDaniel? Oh. Oh, uh, not McDaniel. Tony, Tony Daniel. Tony Daniel. Tony Daniel. I love Tony Daniel. Shut up. Oh, God. Loved him. <laughs> Remember when he used to draw Batman? Uh-huh. Chef's kiss. And, and write it. Remember when he wrote Batman? I do. Oof. <laughs> it was fine. Oof. It was fine. Oof. <laughs> you know where you can stand? What corner you can stand on? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That, that Tony Daniel corner. You enjoy that. Let me tell you, this this is how we will know if the devil exists. Hmm. If Marvel launches a Moon Knight comic with John Romita Jr. as the Ooh. artist, Ooh. I will quit comics forever. How many? That's a great question. Okay, let me ask <laughs> you, Martin Ferretti, host of the Nerdy Legion podcast. Yes. 
Marvel relaunches mm. Moon Knight. Yes. Your favorite character. Uh-huh. Written by. <laughs> oh. Let's go with written by Grant Morrison. Because he certainly can go into the Egyptology. That's for I damn like, sure. Yeah, I like it. Continue. Drawn by J.R.J.R. I'm out. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you're not, because that's Morrison. How many arcs would it take you before you tapped out? <laughs> you should replace arcs by panels. No. I, you know, you're saying this just for effect on the show. Don't. All right, how about don't. this? Can I purchase this comic in Braille? <laughs> Can I purchase this comic in audio form? <laughs> Is this comic available as a podcast? If so, I'm in. You know where I think you're going to go? If you were honest. If you were honest. I think you would say you'd give it a year. Nope. Too long. Yeah. No, I think you'd give it a year. Because you know Morrison at least has two arcs in him. It's too long. No, 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 no. And all these people that said the same thing, they stuck with uh, Morrison's Green Lantern way past the first arc. So I don't need need anybody in my Twitter feed being like, oh, I'm, I'm, I was a lifelong Green Lantern fan, and then, uh, oh, Morrison popped up, and I, de- I bailed. I bailed immediately. Wait, oh, what, yeah, what, bailed, was, what bailed was wrong in. with that arc? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, how many people have said that? He's just People so said that? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It was good. I know. Huh. Interesting. Um, I will give it one arc. Yeah, it's, it's, and I get, I get how you're like, no, 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 poo-poo. But also with Morrison, you saw what he did with Invisibles. Mm-hmm. Imagine what he could do with like mythology, religion, I Egyptology. Agree. Yeah, that's why it's, it'd be hard to. I'd at least give it two arcs, even if I mm, hated JRJR. That's tough. Listen, the, the words I, would be really, really good. I'll be honest. I don't know how many issues I would give it, but I will give it one arc. Would you read more of that than the what was it, Secret Avengers? title that you read to me that included moon knight yeah that was fine oh come on i hear this fine (laughs) i hear the fine on your voice i remember the review that you gave that martino get out of here with fine oh you're talking about that jason aaron garbage yes oh no that was not fine (laughs) right that's what i'm saying listen they could have had greg smallwood doing the art in that book and it still would have been trash right the words can pull you through the words can pull you through some bad art. I don't know if great art could pull me through bad words. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You might be right. For me. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I get that they're pretty pictures, but there's a lot of pretty pictures out there. True. And it's all subjective. Don't get me wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah. Some people mm-hmm. didn't like, what was it, the Smallwood Punisher? Mm-hmm, yeah. But I thought that was fantastic. Well, Visually amazing. Well, I don't know, man. I uh I see that name and I break out in hives, my man. Greg Smallwood? Oh, that's a no. <laughs> no. <laughs> your but your buddy Jr. Jr. Squared. Don't make me turn. Don't make me turn on the camera again. <laughs> don't. Just saying. I might have to go read some more Jr. Jr. Oh Lord, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I might. Welcome to the final episode of the Nerd Legion podcast. You know what I would like? I would like somebody to trace back mm-hmm. JRJR's lineage. Oh, where, he, where he went from 
no, 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 just listen. <laughs> Where he went from aping his father's style early uh-huh. in his Spider-Man run. Yep. Building that up and up to his own style in the same title. Mm-hmm. And then what was the crossover? And maybe Daryl would know. What was the crossover title or comic where he switched his style to more blocky cross-hatching? Because mm. he definitely has a lot more, like, hatching now. Yes. A lot more. And you look at his, like, Amazing Spider-Man run, there was none of that. He was definitely, like, a lot more draw the Marvel way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, did it happen? I don't even know if Daryl even listens to our podcast anymore. Um, but my guess is he might know. And I follow JRJR quite a bit, but I don't even know. But if I had to take an educated guess, my guess would be, could it have happened right around Kick-Ass? Because oh, was before the Bendis Avengers relaunch, I think. Kick-Ass would have been, I think, roughly the same time, right? Or was 09? it? You know what? I All right, let me correct myself. Because I, I bet you anything, it was right around 90. I, and I want to say, could it have been his Daredevil run? Because hmm. I think he did Daredevil before X-Men. Or I might be flipping those. But it was right, right around that period of his X-Men or Daredevil where he went to more of a not non-Marvel look, but he obviously started to develop that blocky style a little bit mm-hmm. more. And I don't know if he saw Frank Miller and he was like, I want to do that. You know, he Maybe. saw like Dark Knight and was or his or Miller's Daredevil and was like, I want to draw like that. Hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking it might be his Daredevil run with Typhoid Mary. It might be that. Mm. But I would love for somebody to be like, no, here's the comic book. Go read that. I wonder if I can Google this. Comic. What would this uh, be? Comic when. Uh, Mark turn, on, turn, on, turn on the camera, Mark. Uh, dear Google. Mark Fresh. <laughs> um, Google. When did John Romita, J.R.J.R. <laughs> go from the Marvel look to his now crappy signature style? Thank you. Yes. Please tell me that. Can't find it. Oh, well. Ooh, this will be fun. Ten greatest John Romita Jr. creative runs. All right, let's see here. Superhero Constance of Champions. Okay, that looks like his dad, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Punisher Warzone. Um, that could be. Do they give is a that year? it? I think do- this is it. Do they give a year to that? Because uh, I think they're right. That's that's when he he started to develop a little bit more blockiness and like the nose. His noses became wider, if that makes yes. any sense. Yes. Yeah, mother effer. That's it. That's it. Ding, ding, ding. Ring the bell. That's it. Punisher Warzone. Yeah, that's absolutely it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comic. Because I didn't even realize that was the same artist. <laughs> Young Nick yes. did not realize that. So, 92. There you go. I was pretty close. I said 90, 91. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'll give you that. Yeah. Ooh, now I, ooh, I gotta go, I gotta go read that. Let's see here. I'm looking at all these. But hit me, hit me with some more, because I would like to know some good remedial. Oh, okay. Good runs. Okay. So, Punisher Warzone. Then we have Wolverine Volume 3. Uh, oh. 20 to 31. That's Mark Miller writing. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, kick ass. Mm. Uh, Iron Man run. Never read much 
of the Iron Man run. That looks like his dad's art style, so that's good. Okay. Uh, Daredevil. Yeah, sure. Mm, 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 mm. Let's see. This already looks kind of JRJR-ish. So this would be the Ennocenti run. Yeah, there you go. That's the Typhoid Mary stuff. Yep. Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 2, 30 to 58. Straczynski. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Uh, This cover looks good. Doesn't look like uh, Romita. Let's see. Uncanny X-Men. Yep. This looks pretty good. Yep. Not like his current stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Man Without Fear. See, so I like that. I like that art style. You know what? Now I want to say after Kick-Ass. Do they have Kick-Ass there? Like what was the year there? Kick-Ass is 08. I want to say after that. That could be the tipping point of when Romita went overboard. Mm, he became yes. too stylized. That's when he became yes. too JRJR. Too but I would JRJR. say before 2008, I would think even the critics of JRJR, all that would be acceptable John Romita Jr. Yes. Because I've read Man Without Fear, and I liked it. I yeah. liked the art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. So Kick-Ass ruined it. Because he morphed. He had like three morphs in his artistic career. And I can still see the old middle JRJR mm-hmm. in the new stuff. Not that it's exactly like it, but it's just, it's too much hatchet. But yeah. I can still see like, ooh, that is Punisher. Like I can see bits of it, but it just, it's too much. Too much. All right, so we'll go with middle JRJR. Pretty good. Oh, early JRJR is brilliant because it's John uh, Romita Sr. Right. Early is amazing. Yeah. Middle, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Modern, three thumbs down. I, and I get it. But I can also see the middle JRJR in the new stuff. And oh, I, yeah, still, yeah. I hope and pray for that. That's what I'm always hoping for. But I think I think digital coloring and inking might be might be the downfall. Or maybe he is just so loose with his lines now that the inker is pretty much drawing it. I don't know. Oh, Um, interesting. He still does the wide faces, the blocky heads, and and like the wide noses. I I still see that in his art. Could be. But I also can see Frank Miller in it. Like, when he was doing Batman, you saw, like, the Frank Miller Batman. A hundred percent. Yeah. And does he... And hey, you know how much I love J.R.J.R. Does he now? Who? He's figured out, oh, I can just draw a little bit of rain and then have some but have an inker or colorist come in and add 10 times more rain to this <laughs> image, and that will make it look cool and stylized. Yes. And does he do it in every comic book run that he's on now? Yes. yes. It's way too played out. But I still love it. I'm a sucker for it. Mm-mm-mm. But it's going to be very odd to have him back on... Um, Spider-Man. As a Spider-Man fan, it's going to be really, really weird. It's like when Bagley came back on. It's just like, ooh, that's interesting. We'll see. Yeah, it's... I. My thumb is in the middle. I hope... I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I will not be reading it. <laughs> and I did not expect you to be. Yeah. It's sort of like my memory... I'm seeing like Mike Myers. He's reading John Byrne, uh, John Byrne's uh, Spider-Man mm-hmm. right now. And I remember reading it back in the day. And some of the images and covers that he posts up, I'm always like, ooh, that's good. Ooh, that's classic Byrne. Yeah. 
But boy, when you see some of the color, and I think it was Harris who did the color, you can tell this is 93, 91, something like that. And you could, boy, could you see, ooh, they just discovered or they just brought on digital coloring because everything looks like it's not photoshopped. It looks like it's um, smooth, like airbrushed. Mm -hmm. And ooh, is that early digital color? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I remember those days. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I switched over to Vertigo. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Because it was still, it might be digital color, but it just didn't, it wasn't inked that way. There was a lot more black to the pages. I wonder if, hmm, this might be worth some research. Looking at, like, uh, paper quality, too. Could be. Could be, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah definitely. Huh. All right, Nick, Martin. I think it's time to wrap it up. Thanks, buddy. Anytime you're, anytime you're ready. You're gonna go and read a little bit of Spawn Compendium. Um, uh, what time is it? Midnight. Dang, I was gonna watch The Eternals, but I guess not. You're not uh, gonna watch a three and a half hour movie? No. Come on. No. <laughs> what What am I gonna do? I don't know yet. <laughs> go get another pepperoni cheese pizza. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Now I'll probably do a little bit of reading. We'll see. Nice. We'll see. Nice. Uh, there's still a shit ton of stuff that I watched. So you didn't we'll even get do... through. Oh yeah, we didn't even touch Netflix. I'm sure you watched 25 movies on Netflix. Jesus. Listen, I, movies. I've watched like 10 series. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Listen, Siri. I wasn't talking to you. Okay. <laughs> I said Jesus series. <laughs> I mean, God Jerk. dang it. You jerk. Uh, anyways. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, what, what show is this? You'll be listening to the JRJR Hateful Hour brought to you oh, by Nick yeah. Wetmore. Oh. That's right. Can't have that last word, jerk. If you, if you want to tell us how terrible his art is, <laughs> no feel one, free. I don't want that in my timeline. <laughs> Chime in on Twitter. Dare and you. make sure you tag at Nick Wetmore. <laughs> no! no! No tag who's Paul. <laughs> if you want to uh, talk to me about Moon Knight, you can tag me at Geekvine. And uh, that's it. Email nerdlegion at gmail.com. Wait, no, that's not it. Hello at nerdlegion.com. I don't no. even know anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> what, what show is this? What's happening right now? Go to our Patreon. Uh, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash geekbrunchpodcast. Uh, thank you for listening. See you in the next one. Bye-bye.